We got another episode of Real Ranked going live right now, going through the Studio Ghibli's filmography. Uh... Hello and welcome back to Real Ranked. Today we uh, got an exciting panel for you guys. The uh, We're going through the Studio Ghibli movies with Ghibli Fest happening this year. We thought it would be a good time to go through and rank all of them on a tier list. So I'll go ahead and bring in who we have, uh, starting with Cole. Hello. Uh, all right, Albert. Hi, excited to be here. Fuck Ghibli. Sean? Hey, everyone. I got Totoro here. And Sarah. Hello. All right. So how is everyone doing today? Uh, what are your thoughts on Ghibli? Uh, Ghibli, good. I agree. I, 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 popular opinion, hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been really excited for this one. So I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, I'm a last minute edition, didn't revisit it recently, but I have seen all of them. So we'll just see how my memory serves when you guys talk details. And I was like, I don't remember that. I'm interested <laughs> to see if there's any like maybe uh, big disagreements or if there's a, just a general consensus. Because I feel like some some movies there are for sure, but the other ones I'm, I want to see what your guys' thoughts are for sure. I think yeah. there's some definite like, oh, this is S tier. But then figuring out the order is gonna have some disagreements. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised, Matthew. I got like I'm not I don't have hot takes coming in, but like I have some takes that might upset people, maybe. Um, <laughs> mild takes. Yeah, mostly just like maybe this movie isn't as good as you thought it was. Just just a thought, uh, that kind of thing. Okay. But but we'll have to wait and see. Okay, so uh, before I bring up the tier list. There are, I know there are some movies that we wanted to talk about, or Cole specifically, but yeah, if we've seen some of them, we'll, we'll... yeah, but... um, yeah, I just want to bring them up because they're prevalently from directors and um, creatives at Ghibli, uh, but they're not Ghibli technically. If you go back far enough, technically, Nausicaa isn't either, but uh, it's been kind of retconned in there as well. Um, so that's why I talk about these because it's, it's basically the same situation, just a matter of, uh, perspective in the uk they're branded as like ghibli selects even though they're not ghibli movies so there's a couple like caveats um most famously i think is the Cagle, uh, the castle of cagliostro which is a loop in the third movie actually i talked about this on the real ranked for sequels animated sequels because it technically is a sequel um it's great miyazaki is like really great in that um and all the character work is awesome and then there's a there's a one called the Little Norse Prince or Horus Prince of the Sun, depending on uh, where you are in the world. Um, it's early, early Takahata, like '60s, uh, quite early. Um, an abject failure at the time, which is really interesting watching it. It looks unfinished, but also there are some fantastic sequences in the movie. Uh, but it's very much early anime. But I'd still recommend that. 
And then uh, more recently, obviously, The Red Turtle, which is a co-production uh, with a couple of uh, French animation studios, definitely feels more uh, European than Ghibli style. But uh, Toshio Suzuki, a producer at Ghibli, and also Isao Takahata was a creative director on it. So uh, I'd recently watched that. That was kind of the thing that got me back into it here. Uh, and that's also great. I'd recommend that. I've seen that one too. I, I would also recommend it. Yeah, no, I, I just watched The Red Turtle and it's a great movie. It's really cool how it's, there's just no dialogue pretty much and how the story yeah. is told through that, through visuals, it's really cool. And that turtle do be red. Um, yeah, it is a red turtle. It is quite a red turtle and also more. Uh -huh. Go watch the movie yeah. to find out. <laughs> uh, Sarah, did you get a chance to watch The Red Turtle? I did not. Check I'm going to try and watch it soon though. Okay, well then... I've never seen it either, so... Oh, yeah, sorry, Albert, right. did you see the red turtle? Nope. <laughs> no. Sorry, we asked Albert now, we're good. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and bring up the tier list, and we can go ahead and start it. This is not the order. We're going to go by release date, not whatever order is on tiermaker.com. So uh, we can just go ahead and start with Nausicaa, uh, which I guess I can start with. Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind is kind of like a proto mononoke but uh, i i really like it I, I think it's like the world building is just so creative and like some really gorgeous visuals and like most like a lot of miyazaki there's a lot of stuff about like environmentalism and just like how it deals with war but uh yeah this really strong uh female heroine and just this apocalyptic world is really really cool to see Uh, yeah, I I like this film a lot. Again, it's been a while for me. Um, I think no, I think I I finish all the Ghibli films because I watch them chronologically in order, um, and then I revisit this one. Um, so I had a lot to compare to it, uh, but I really like the epic scope of it. Um, it it feels it it really feels like an animation epic, uh, and that's what I like about it the most. Um, and the voice acting is also really good in this one. So I watched the English dub for the first time around for this one. That's the only time. Yeah, I kind of disagree with you on the English dub. I think it's a little it's a little wonky, but um, but you know it's it is what it is. There's some great people in it, so there's 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 a lot to marvel at. But uh, I don't necessarily like listening to Young Child LaBeouf. Just not not my uh, not Even my Stevens. usual take. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, I, uh, this is really great. Um, I think your point, Matthew, about being a proto uh, Mononoke is really prevalent here because it takes a lot of those themes and which eventually gets rolled into that movie uh, and it plays with it really well. Uh, there's a lot of flight in this movie, which we learn Izaki loves flying things. Uh, and so if you can combine nature and flying, uh, it's almost perfect. Uh, and this is also one of those movies that uh, he he had a whole manga based on so this is very truncated um and so it's interesting to see where the sacrifices are made here uh for the sake of a you know a two hour long movie but uh for all things considered there's just the visuals work and i think ultimately there's a lot of despair of this kind of looming threat that's coming towards these these encampments of cities that are basically uh you know stranded in the world um and hostile towards each other and so i think in having nausicaa try to survive that is really just makes for a really fun epic uh, adventure, and yeah, even even I'll say there's a little bit of Castle in the Sky too. You know, there's a little bit of like early 
anime uh, character design stuff that gets it's a little hard for me to watch. Uh, I just I particularly just not the biggest fan of that. Uh, this has that little less than Castle in the Sky, in my opinion. Um, so it makes it a lot more enjoyable for me personally. But yeah, great. Um, yeah, I'd second about the animation. I mean, obviously it's uh, like really well done. Uh, I think this one I'm I'm a little less like a, as a fan of as, as some of their others. Like I, I didn't know it was based off of manga, but I feel like that makes sense like with what I felt about the movie because there was it felt like it kind of packed a lot in and wasn't always like the smoothest at times like like it seemed like like Mononoke was def is much tighter in my opinion and like this one I don't know um it, it was it was good of course but I I didn't feel as strongly about it as like some of the other Ghibli's I'd seen I think yeah I did really like this one. This was the last Ghibli I had uh, to watch before I completed, besides like the projects that were mentioned at the beginning. And I did really like it. It's kind of middle of the pack for me for uh, Ghibli, but I still did really enjoy it. Like kind of like what I like about a lot of the other films from the studio is just, I really like how they write a lot of the female characters. Uh, and they have like them kind of at the center. Like Nausicaa, I, I really enjoyed her character, but I think what kept me from enjoying movie probably a little bit more is like I remember some of the other characters just being kind of boring or just not as interesting. But I did still really enjoy this one, and it's hard. I mean, like I said, like I I have this at like mid tier Ghibli, but like it's still it's still a great movie. Uh, okay, well, let's get into our ratings. I would put this in A tier. This is what uh, I really like it, and it's in my top ten. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not. Yeah, this is gonna be a hard place to start because the early <laughs> ones people have their yeah. favorites, and those are coming a little later on. Um, I feel like I'm confident in A because I feel like it's gonna go lower A by the end of this, anyways. I. Um, I I was second what Sarah said. I I don't know. I I I was thinking of more like it's mid tier for me. I was thinking like B or C. I don't know. Yeah, I my gut reaction was B, but I think I'm not sure. I'm I'm either a high B or a low A. So I think we put it in B then. If I feel like that's the best compromise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that seems pretty. Yeah, and then we can. Like move. Hopefully, it stays. In my opinion, hopefully, it stays high B. But I mean, we'll yeah. see. We'll see <laughs> as it shakes up. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the next movie, Castle in the Sky. Albert Wolves. Start us off. Uh, Castle in the Sky. Yes, this is the first one I ever watched in terms of Ghibli, and this one, um, I I like it. I haven't re I haven't revisited. Uh, I think the whole the whole like. The main the main two characters are fun and interesting to watch. I think the villain is very intense, and is uh, if you watch the English dub, it's voiced by Mark Hamill, so that's mm -hmm. cool. Um, and then like the whole Laputa and the uh, with the robots and the foxes and the, all the design is just so awesome. And the whole like air air airlift air what do you call that? Whatever air, that it's like an airship, I guess. Airship, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not an air. What is an airlift? I have no idea. Uh, uh, an airship. I don't know. 
an airship, an airship, the airship, <laughs> <Yeah>. airship battle <laughs> is so cool. And I think there's also like a chase in a, like a train or something. I'm or I'm forgetting. Yeah, that's like yeah. a little more than halfway or halfway. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the whole concept, the whole concept is interesting. Um, and based on my memory, I do like it. Um, there are just like some stuff that doesn't resonate with me as much as some other stuff that we'll get to. But as a whole, mostly uh, more positive than negatives for me for this one. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm I, I'm definitely on the more positive than negative on this one. Uh, I, I, feel, I still feel like most of these are pretty much great, uh, great to good. So it's really hard to get really hard to rank these. But yeah, um, also known as Laputa in other areas, by the way, I have to note that because some people when you say castle in the sky, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I, it's it's definitely, it feels like a follow-up to Nausicaa in that way. Um, I think to Sarah's point, the switch in protagonist to the male and then having um, having our kind of princess character, let's just call her that, um, be a little bit helpless at some points can be a, a little bit frustrating, especially towards the um, especially towards the end of it. But there's also some really great female characters in the movie they kind of add up to. I think the whole pirate crew is just fantastic, especially towards the end of the movie. Um, I'm not sure if this is uh, Joe Asashi's first Ghibli score. Um, I know for sure that it's fantastic. Um, I think and it not. I'm not sure. You would have to check on that. But I'll, I'll look for it. Uh, this is one where uh, I, I actively recommend the subtitles because the way that the dub handles some of the music stuff is really frustrating because it tries to fill it with just like voices and action, uh, especially when they get up to Laputa. Um, there's a lot of great stillness to the movie, especially in those bits, because it's all so much in ruins. And it, I, I love those parts in particular. Um, some of the stuff, the leading stuff in is like fun. Uh, it's definitely adventure based, but uh, I think especially with some of the animation being a little, you know, a little kind of uh, an Astro, Astro Boy, but you know, of like of that vein, uh, it could be a little, a little hard for me, like I said earlier. But um, yeah, I, I still think this is great up there. If he literally made those two movies, like he, you know, Miyazaki'd still be running high. It's still, it's still a testament to it. But I think he goes further and beyond later on. So uh, yeah. Um, uh, just real quick, Joe, Joe did uh, Nausicaa as well, so this is his second okay. one. Yes. Nausicaa score is great too, by the way. I, I, it's, I love yeah. that because it's really like um, synthy. This is a little less so. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I really like this one. I mean, obviously a lot of people have said a lot of them are even the, the lower like to mid-tier ones are for the most part still like really good. Um, but this one I think is is up on the higher end for me, definitely better than Nausicaa. Uh, I think, like Cole already mentioned, the animation style. I per I personally like older anime style, like just the more simple drawings. I was like, I'm a big fan of, and a lot of the just the concepts behind this one, like the characters are so good. Uh, I like the robot dude. I love that the whole just or like earthy island aesthetic. Um, it's super cool. And yeah, the villain is really good. I think it's just very, very action-packed in a way that that was more like, I don't know. Um, just in general, I think this one connected a bit more with me better than Nausicaa in terms of the action, the pacing, things like that. Um, so I'm a big fan of this one. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what Sean said. I, I definitely like this one more than Nausicaa. 
Um, I think my only issue with it is like I think Sophie told me this like after I watched it. I didn't realize the version that's currently on HBO Max has like a like a different score than like what the original one is. If, so, you, like, if you watch it dubbed, it does. That was kind okay, of yeah. I watched it dubbed. Yeah, so yeah. That's why dubbed. sometimes you have to research on these because okay, it's really it's really frustrating. Um, so yeah, sorry, but yes. No, you're good. Yeah, this is one that I'll definitely have to rewatch. Like probably sub just because because of that because i remember like being told that like the score was part of what made it so good and i didn't get quite that same experience but that didn't really take me out of the story at all like it i still love the story and found it really engaging and i yeah i definitely think this is an upper tier uh ghibli movie um this Oh, I was going to say, this is one of the movies that I watched uh, during my childhood. And so I, I just like have a strong memories for it. Uh, and it, I think it's great. I think just the, just the whole, it's very magical, this magical and whimsical feeling that you get from a lot of Philly movies. I feel like this is there for sure. And uh, uh, I think Shida and Pazu are really fun to follow. The other side characters are also great. Like you mentioned the pirate army and like Gola is just so much fun. And like I feel like when you first see them, they're it makes you think that they're like villains, and but then you find out that they're not, and it, it's really I, that subversion is really interesting. Yeah, I can I almost forget that too because you, you you go especially in the first half, it's just a lot of him trying to figure out things, and you think that they're following him, and they're not great people, but they're still better than the the worst villain in this case, which is um, I forget the guys, the one that's voiced by Mark Hamill, yeah. um, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I like how Ghibli movies, they kind of have, like, just morally ambiguous characters. And, like, you don't really know, like, you know, how, how are they, like, evil or it's just, like, you know, mm. the morals are different. And I, I, I like that. It's, like, there's not always a clear-cut villain. Uh, everyone has, like, their own motivation. It's, like, very fleshed-out characters. And I, I think it does a really good job of that. All right. Um... I, I would start by saying it's like bottom A, but I feel like we could have conversations here. I was thinking A too, at least. Yeah, I probably would put it bottom A. I was leaning towards B. I was gonna go B as well. So, I, uh, I well, the majority is in A. So, that's three yeah. A's and two B's. And and it, a lot of them were bottom A's anyway, yeah. so I think. Yeah. <laughs> kind of evens out. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, it's only the second movie, so we'll see you know, how it <laughs> yeah, gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All uh, right, let's move on to next, which is Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going first on this one. Um, yeah. Whoa, what a tough one. Um, this is like this is one of the first ones I um, I had seen a little bit of Kiki's growing up, but I didn't really like... I, I don't know why as a kid I really couldn't get into anime movies like that. Um, it took it's just something about that. Uh, probably why I have the problem with some of the early anime styles still. Um, uh, but uh, I, I, Grave of the Fireflies is one I, I watched in high school and I like I, I very much like watched it and it was a intense experience. Um, and yeah, it's it's fucking depressing, man. It's great, but goddamn, is it not depressing? Um, it's hard to call this like a slice of life, even though it's very grounded compared to the rest of uh, the rest of the movies here. But um, 
it's it's great. I, the the story of hardship is really uh, is really heartbreaking when you just especially as they get along to it um, and they're trying everything to survive. Even like the aunt that's just like a pain in the ass, even though you know she has no reason to be other than just to object her authority, which is so frustrating because it leads them into really bad, dumb decisions um, that ultimately. Um, I, we're talking spoilers, right? I don't think there's really any. Yeah, we're just... Okay. We're, uh, that ultimately leads to both of their deaths, but but particularly the, the scenes where you see them um, in the the like the afterlife um, and the, the, the whole train stuff is really just... It's it's at the beginning, especially when you start with that and then you kind of go into the rest of the movie. It's it's really... It's, it's such a striking image. And uh, for me, this is probably my favorite Takahata movie. Um, I, I can't... I, the other ones are very much more simple, and so these this has a lot of the kind of the you know brevity that you have with this sort of subject. Um, and for that reason, I think it's it's still, despite that, it still holds its ground, especially in comparison to the rest of these movies here. Uh, and it has a, a lot harder hill to climb because of that. Um, uh, but I still think it's one of those movies. Also, they, it, it, it's it's a great rewatch, but it's a fucking hard rewatch, man. Um, it's but it's fantastic. Uh, uh, sub on this one, dub is awful. Uh, please just avoid it if you can. So, uh, no, oh god, oh, <laughs> we're oh. not there yet. We're not there yet. You a special tier at the bottom for that. No spoilers for where we're ranking that movie. I, oh, please come on. That'll be the fun <laughs> one. Um, but yeah, Grave of the Fireflies. I second like basically everything Cole said. It's uh, one of the most emotional, I think, uh, of the Ghibli movies. Agreed. Um, yeah, just the way it visualizes like the whole history of it in a such a like personal way makes the characters so real and vivid like connect with them very easily and it's just something i i think yeah it's a diff definitely a different style from a lot of the other movies um but it i think it's just i don't know yeah it's hard to to like like this movie because how hard it hits and everything like that but it's easily one of their best in, in my opinion um yeah i mean i don't know uh what else to say about it because like it's I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's a hard one to like talk about almost because it's so intense. But yeah, I this one is definitely um, upper Ghibli. Yeah, I don't know. This is probably it's like one of the best movies that I don't know if I will ever rewatch just <laughs> because it is so hard to watch. Like I remember, this was one of the earliest uh, Ghibli movies I saw. And I did make sure to watch this one subbed. I did watch most Ghibli dubbed, but this one I did make sure to watch subs just from everything I had heard. And I had to work myself up to watching it because like, I didn't know what happened going into it. I just knew it was really, really fucking sad. And I was like sobbing by the end of it. I just kind of, after it ended, I just, it just kind of stared at my ceiling for a bit and like, it was a, it was a very emotional movie. And I think everybody, everybody needs to see it at least once. But it's it's a hard watch, so it's like I, I don't know if I will ever see myself rewatching it. So 
definitely at the top of Ghibli for me, but there's others that rank ahead of it because it's just not easy to rewatch, I would think. Uh, yeah, no, this is just a super harrowing look at war and just like the realistic portrayal of what happened in Japan. And uh, see, following these two kids is just like, there's a level of innocence that, you know, they bring to this movie, but then it just makes everything else really, really devastating. And like the opening scene sets you up for what happens at the end. I, I feel like it just creates this really impactful ending. Um, I think but it's just like so hard to watch, you know, when when uh, the sister is like eating, uh, she thinks the uh, oh, marbles God, are gummies. God, God I can't, I can't. Like, that that yeah. get the sound of that gets me every time, man. It's it's, it's so it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. So yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't think I can ever. I'll probably watch it again, but there, I'm not in a rush to rewatch this. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, not I, a like I said, watch. it's really tough, but it's mm -hmm. it's worth. I think it's worth it um, because it's also but then you kind of notice some of the other stuff in the movie that's just like necessarily at the foreground, um, like a lot of stuff about the war going on behind the scenes. Um, Particularly with the father, you don't quite understand, and he them having to struggle to realize that, you know, he, he's dead. Like, there's just no other way to put it. Uh, but yet, him trying to find every way to reach him is really, yeah, it's tough. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, this is the one that I really watch the most. Uh, actually, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, this is this is this is a, this is a I, watch listen. Like everyone's everyone's acting like it's it, like listen. It's it's one of the movies that doesn't feel. It feels not like a kids' movie. Like, I, so in a way, I can see why people would go back and rewatch this to get everybody else to experience it. You know, uh, so I, I mean, jokes aside, but it's okay to rewatch. I mean, I don't think they all feel like kids' movies per se. I, right. But, oh um, no! By the way, complete. I'm just yeah. saying that as as a means of, of making sure to notify this one is definitely more mature. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Fair. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a devastating film. It's really emotional. It's a really tough watch. Um, I was lucky, once again, like I said, I watched it chronologically. So after I finished this, I had Totoro to look forward to, which is very cheerful. <laughs> so that's mm -hmm. coincidentally good for me. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it's a, and like everyone said, the that rock scene was heartbreaking. Um, and I mean, it's a very, it's a very true story that needs to be told. And I think um, tackling such a tough subject matter, uh, Isao Takahara, that uh the, his first one really for this uh, studio and it's it's incredible um i cannot say anything bad about this film uh so yeah a uh, fun fact that this also was a double bill at the time so it came out with totoro back to back oh. i think in the bill it's it's totoro then is it, it, is it? Oh, God. which is i i can't i can't even imagine doing that <laughs> that's again. such a <laughs> they're both only 90 minutes mean. which is crazy because yeah, this one feels really like wrong. a, a, a gut wrench like hit you Nobody this felt else. so much longer not in a bad way just because it's so emotional yeah yeah it really is um i would put this at s tier and i will not be changing my mind <laughs> yeah s tier right. yeah i'm cool with s, s yeah i mean s yeah warranted awesome. all right uh well then let's let's move on to the my neighbor totoro we'll, we'll start with sean oh sweet um yeah this is my favorite one uh hands down um i've seen it oh I'm trying to think of me like two or three times i'm pretty sure 
Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's one that, I mean, it's really simplistic, but like just the, um, I don't even know how to describe it. The whimsical and, and magical nature that Matthew already alluded to is like brimming throughout this one. I mean, just the, the design of Totoro um, and all the other little woodland <laughs> creatures, like really amazing. And what it has to say about like people's connection to nature and with nature um, is I think just really, really cool to see um, like the animation is like splendid. Like it's just one that I don't see how anyone could not be like happy <laughs> while watching or after watching it. Like just a very, I don't know, just joyful film and all the characters like um, are so like just like well done, like the relationship with the mother and um, like who's in the hospital and like the father uh, and the two young girls. Like I like how it's from the perspective of like um, like sort of younger individuals, like, I don't know, it's just, yeah, very childlike, joyful um, film. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, it's just one of my favorites. I mean, even, even though it is so simplistic, I mean, yeah. Yeah, this, I, I love this one too. It's uh, definitely very, very different in Tomaker and the Fireflies. I almost wish that I had waited to watch this one until after because I didn't know that they were kind of built together until well after I had seen both of them, I think. But it it was definitely, it was a very heartwarming movie. It, it was, it's a very easy watch because like, I think it was cold that I mentioned the runtime just a few minutes ago. Uh, but yeah, 86 minutes. Yeah. It's very it's, short. It's short and it's like, it's good. Like it, it's just a very easy watch, like just to throw on, like just throw on really quickly. And I think my only thing, I don't like is sometimes Capus creeps me out, but I still love it. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's a very, Totoro's, is it the eyes? Like, is it the eyes? Like the light up eyes? Yeah, that kind of gets eyes. me sometimes too. Like it's a little weird. Like the way that, yeah. especially the animation is done with it. It's like, it, it looks like you're looking into like the soul of it and it's a little, <laughs> A little weird. Yeah, that's yeah, that creeped me out. That, if I had seen this movie as a kid, because I didn't watch any Ghibli as a kid, like I didn't want start watching until like two years ago. I Totoro or not Totoro, Capus would have creeped me the fuck out. But yeah, Totoro's adorable. I want like a Squishmallow style like plush of Totoro, and yeah, I, this movie's great. It's very wholesome. I highly recommend. Uh. Yeah, I don't actually remember which Ghibli movie I watched first as a kid because like they were, you know, I was so young. I don't actually remember which one's first, but this is just another one of those where uh, I really loved watching this as a kid. But then having rewatched it more recently, like it's still just super, super wholesome and sweet. I completely forgot about the sick mom, to be honest. Like, but uh, yeah, I, I think having rewatched it, this is like watching the these two sisters and like the childhood wonderment of like seeing these magical creatures and because they're dealing with the mom's sickness and i, I feel like there, there's just so much wonder there but also just really heartwarming and uh, sweet moments and totoro is such an icon character as well as the cat bus and uh yeah i, I really love this one i like the mini totoros <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I also really, really love this film. Um, outside of everyone have, have said, I also really like the suits. Even though uh, the suits price is gonna be better in Spirited Away, but I really like the suits price in this one too. Um, and yeah, I mean the whole the whole tone of just like it's it's kind of parts of it's like depressing with the mom part, but it's like super like uh, uplifting because again it's like from the child and wonderment right and like that whole scene with the tree growing and everything is just so cool and them flying and everything i really love that um and yeah the music i love the music in this one just like the deep, the song and everything the score uh, it's 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 probably the easiest one to hum and memorize i think that's probably like my favorite like single uh team i guess from all the ghibli films that totoro team uh and i, I just love it so much and yeah, I mean, the, the Totoro is an icon. It's it's the he's the logo. He's the Mickey Mouse of Ghibli, pretty much, because uh, it's like just so iconic of the design. And in addition to that, uh, the I've seen this both the sub and the dub. Both of them are really good. Um, the dub version, voiced by L and Dakota Fanning, because they're literal siblings. It literally just like translates, radiates to the screen. And I really love their dubbing work for this film as well. So yeah. Yeah, Albert basically said what I was going to add, um, which is that yeah, the score is, is great. Um, there's a there's a concert that Joe Asashi does where he he does it, and even when he's conducting it, he's singing along, and you're like, <laughs> you just it's like that's the magical charm of it all. It's just so perfect. Um, obviously, like the, there's just really iconic imagery in the movie too. Uh, the rain, the you know the bus stop scene in particular is just like yeah. one of those frames that you'll never forget because it's just something about the framing of it and. The way that they're all just waiting and you don't know what you're waiting for and then it happened and it's like it's a cat bus and it's hell yeah <laughs> it's great um yeah uh I, like albert said decoding and l fanning is great here as uh as the cast here and i think this is one especially that i a good dub is important especially getting people like at a young age really interested in it um and so having something that they can connect to and people are you know their age and feels right um it's, I think it's really good. You don't have that necessarily in Grave of the Fireflies. That's a good comparison where um, it's, you know, the, the girl is voiced by an adult woman and you can kind of tell. Um, here it's very much, yeah, like they're of their age. It makes a lot of sense. Um, uh, a shout out and shout down, I don't know, to the father, uh, which is a really interesting because he's he's not there really, but he's also just letting them explore, which is, I feel like kind of the point. Um especially in the scene when they first get there and they're kind of just roaming around the yard until um till may i think it's may who finds it right the first time uh it goes into the actual forest I think itself so. yeah i um, like the dead character just to... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and i think I, I don't know what else to add other than um yeah it's it's definitely the most accessible i think of them all um mm -hmm. and for me it's like if you could only ever watch one this is probably the way to go because you get a lot of the charm. You get a lot of exactly what Ghibli represents um, as a studio. And for that reason, it's definitely up there in the history books and in my heart. So, um, I, S, S, S. I just can start with S. S, S tier, yeah. S tier. I, S, yeah. Okay, now. Yeah, I'll just go with S. I, I, See, I'm of the mind. I get it. I'm not going to fight it. I, I would put this below grave, personally. I, I also have it below. That's where I would so, put it. Oh, I, I personally would say above, but I, well, well, yeah, one thing I didn't, uh, I think my personal like preference is just, I like 
like realist ones that are also like have a lot of like random magical elements. So I'd say that's just my personal preference as opposed to like like realist movies like Grave of the Fireflies, which are like a hundred percent, you know, like depressing things like that. I like I would I would counter that the 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 non-realism in Grave is especially the spiritual stuff with the the afterlife there. Um, it has, it's a little hint of it. It's definitely not to the same level as Totoro, but that still makes it like really ghibli to me. Um, which is, yeah. I think, yeah. But, I think I get that. Yeah. yeah. I just meant, yeah, I like movies where it's like there's a, a very magical element, like just, but it's not, I don't know, it's just sprinkled throughout, They're like not the whole movie. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Albert, do you have it above or below? Um, I have it slightly below. Okay. Uh, Spence was uh, saying that they've only seen five. <laughs> okay, well, you gotta Which get uh, five. <laughs> hopefully, not just well, we're only at four, but watch all of them, they're great. They are. Yeah. I watched well, uh, wait, 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 wait. well, not all of them, 90 like eight percent of them are great. No, no, watch them all. Why not? I, I was just want to see, I mean, you, you might as well just watch all of them. Some of yeah. the, the ones that you know might be a bit more controversial. Oh, I can't wait. For Still useful for trivia. That's how I got through some <laughs> exactly. of the next ones. Uh, all right, what's next? All right, no, next we have Kiki's Delivery Service. So, oh, Sarah, I, I love this one. Um. I remember, I think just randomly one night, I think me and Matthew watched this, like, of, like yeah. the HBO, like, watch party thing. And uh-huh. this one, oh, I love this one. It's just, it's a fun story. And it's also, one of my favorite Ghibli characters, Gigi. I love Gigi the best. <laughs> like, I love, I love cats. So, like. Wait, so did you watch this one dub or sub? Because. I actually don't remember. Okay, because the gender swaps, um, uh-huh. depending on. What? We watched it dubbed. Okay, okay, we did? So, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because like some of the ones that I watched very early on, except for Howells, I don't remember if I watched something or dubbed. But uh Same. yeah, this one I I don't know, it was just I had a lot of fun with it. And it's just I don't know, it's just one of those ones, it's just a really fun story. Like I wish I had this one as a kid. Like I wish I watched it as a kid. Like there's some of them that I'm like I'm glad I didn't see until I was older, but like this is one of those ones I know I probably would have loved. Like I it's just, it's a really, I absolutely loved it. I think I only have it at four and a half stars right now, but it's like, there's like a couple that I'm like on rewatch could easily bump up to a five stars. And this is one of them. And I, I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know. I just, I love this movie. It's like, I don't know. As I'm talking, I'm like, maybe I should just bump it up to a five star. <laughs> yeah. It's a great sure. movie. <laughs> Do it. All right. <laughs> Uh, this this one's one of my favorites uh, as a child in my childhood. It's just like so wholesome, and like I still love it as an adult. It's just spending all this time with Kiki and meeting all of these really cool characters. There's like no villain or anything. It's just like there are mean characters, but you know, it's like it, it's cool and like all of the I I, I like the uh, two like grandmas. When when she's going and like <laughs> helping them cook and then delivers it. And Wait, question really up- question for everybody: Does the pot pie look good? I think yeah. it looks fantastic. Yeah, I and agree. I would, I would yeah. eat the herring pie. I don't care what anybody says. I don't think anyone has. Does anyone eat. ever say the pie looks well, awful? Because it's like fish. People are like, "That's gross." Uh, I'm like, gross, but it looks good enough. I would it eat looks it. Looks fantastic. Let's, let's fish, just... fish pie is great. I eat anything. 
save money, we'll go to Japan and go to like a Ghibli cafe. Oh god, I have a fish process way too much. Matthew, you gotta stop mentioning Japan. <laughs> You're tempting me too. Um, but yeah, and then there's like the bakery owners, and they're just super lovable and inviting, just like letting her stay. And it's like it's really sweet. Like a lot, of, and Tombo is like a really fun character. Uh, and you know, there's like a fun action set piece at the end of the movie. Uh, and then yeah, it's just I I like that the magical elements is just that she can fly on a broom, and there's a talking cat. And there's no like spells or anything like that. It's just like. You know, she she flies, and it's it's totally normal, and like it's cool to kind of just see this very like basic uh, with some magic, and then also uh, the, the animation is gorgeous. I, seeing her like flying through the sky, and like also just like the crows, and uh, there's like some really great um, pieces of animation that I really like. And then Joe Hasaishi score. This is one of my favorite Ghibli scores. Uh, like a town with an ocean view when she I was, first. I was gonna say, man. I was gonna say that one is like one I always go back to because it's just the way it like weaves and bobs through the movie, especially the beginning. There, mm-hmm. it's just oh my god, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just like it also is enhanced by the scene, you know, the animation when she like is flying through the town and you like see the ocean view and it's like it's really gorgeous. So, uh, yeah, this one's my favorite. One of my favorites. Uh, yeah, um, there are two Studio Ghibli films about a witch that have a black cat that stays in a home of someone who is not their, well, parents, I guess, adopted, whatever. Uh, but yeah, one of them is fantastic, one of them is total shit. Um, this, one is the fa- this one is the fantastic one, and I, abso- I absolutely Wait, did, love this did the girl Did the girl in Tails have, have a black cat, though? Because yeah. she's not magical, but I don't remember anything. I don't know. Yeah, shoot, Wait. And whatever. I'm sorry. I'm getting on a tangent. We'll get to that when we get to that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I abs- I absolutely love this film uh, so much. It's my personal favorite. I've rewatched it uh, several times, both dub and sub. I think both versions are great in their own right. Like everyone said, the score, Town with the Ocean. Uh, I forget the title, but yeah, that one, the Town with the Ocean view. That one's great. Uh, I also really like the town itself. I think the European setting, I, it's never specified if it's like Europe or whatever, but like the vibe is European and like yeah. it's it's just it's so great and it fits. It looks amazing. Um, and I mean, we all know that Hayao Miyazaki, pretty much all of his films are coming-of-age films disguised in something else. Um, I think this and Spirited Away handled the coming-of-age uh, like um, team the best. And they're both very different, too, in terms of the teaming. And the teaming of this one is just pretty much like, um, you, yes, you can work and you will... F- you will end up in like a roadblock. You will burnt out yourself, but that's okay. Take a break. Uh, like there's one quote where Ursula said, "Stop trying. Take long walks. Don't look look at the scenery. Doze off at noon. Don't even think about flying. And then pretty soon you'll be flying again." And it just like that that thing is just that quote just resonates with me so much, as someone who th- tries to feel like uh, try to chase something all the time, trying to do all the much possible. Sometimes I just feel burnt out, and I just remember like you know. Take a break. Take time for yourself, and one, and you'll eventually be able to uh, do what's great again. So I really, really love this film uh, for that message for the whole team, and just being such a delight of a film itself. So yeah, absolutely love this film. Yeah, once again, I think Albert Albert mentioned a lot of the points that I was going to mention. Um, uh, yeah, there's something about the journey of being. Uh, no, 
<laughs> something about the journey of of like trying to make it um especially with nothing basically and her having that motivation is just really great i think the particular scene when she just like you know grocery shopping and everything just seems so expensive it's just like the epitome of that where you know it's not exactly what you think and you just have what you need but you're getting somewhere right and you'll eventually meet reach what you're getting to um uh yeah grandmothers are great they're all great like i said herring pie fantastic um I guess I didn't really mention this in the last one. And and by the way, I love this movie. This is this is up there for me. So like I'm not I'm only mentioning this because I think it comes up later. Um is that Miyazaki isn't great with ending his movies. Um I, I think Matthew mentioned especially the final set piece of the clock tower and all that is really great, but it doesn't necessarily do a lot to resolve her kind of conflict. Um it, it's kind of a pinnacle of what she can do, but there's not much of like what it what it means to her. Um, and so for that reason, it's a little tough, um, uh, for me, but, um, but I, I mean, that's like, that's like such a small mark in everything else, which is so fantastic about this movie. Um, um, but I think, yeah, I mean, that's at least in my opinion, I think and we'll get to the other ones where I feel like it's a stronger case where I feel like he doesn't know how to end his movies. Um, but, <laughs> but this is definitely kind of the start of the trend, I think. If I may comment something, I'm kind of curious because I don't know. Because I know this is I know this is adapted from something, and I don't know the source material. If it's like if it's if it ended the way like it is, I don't think. I think this is isn't this purely original? I don't think this is. No, this is this is this is adapted. Okay, it is. I mean, obviously, the thing with a lot of these is that we'll get to like, especially with um, some of the Ursula Good ones, like House in the Castle, where uh, they just change up so much that it's really the, sure. the skeletons over there, but not necessarily everything is there. So, um, but I, at least in me, in the context of the film, I think it, it does a, a little difficulty ending. That's that's all I'll say. In the um, book that it was based on, uh, it says that one of the misadventures is losing a stuffed toy cat and using Gigi as a substitute until she can recover the lost toy. So that was taken from that. Yeah. So. Not everything is like it's not word for word. Yeah, no, I'm not saying everything is fully original. I'm just, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I really like this one too. Um, yeah, uh, just to mention, like what Matthew said earlier, uh, and what I was kind of alluding to is, I I definitely agree that like um, the magic is integrated really well into the film, and yeah, that's, that's um, yeah what I was trying to say, like films that are like mostly realist but just have that like slight element of magic but doesn't take over the whole film it's not just a fantasy film i like that style is really cool and so just yeah being a witch like surrounded by all these other people in this european setting and just going about like just things i i think it's yeah really kind of interesting and yeah what matthew said like there's no like villain i just it's astounding how interesting this movie is like even though it's i don't know not as a like conventional as a, as a plot per se like not just a i don't know the, like a more internal conflict like as opposed to just yeah like a clear-cut villain but yeah no it's uh this one's really good pretty sure um i watched this when i was uh largely well i mean i was trying to watch more ghibli but i think albert picked this for movie club and then i I did. I was, yeah, some of the, my, I, I was like retroactively watching and I got to this. So, but yeah, it's, uh, one of, yeah, I really like it. All right. 
Well, let's rate it. I would put this in S tier. I agree. I would as well. I have I this thinking, above Totoro. I was yeah, thinking A. I, <laughs> I, oh, okay. I have it above I have it above Totoro, personally, Yeah, as well. Yeah, I have it, like, literally, this is number six in my Ghibli ranking. Totoro is number seven, so like, like right above. I think most I'm, of it. I, yeah, have, I, think I we, have it at number one, so. Yeah, oh I think gosh. all of us besides Sean has it. Yeah. So, where does that put us? Because above Totoro, below Grave. Does that still put us there? Yeah, but I mean, Albert has it as his number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have your number one, and then. I have it below Grave. Okay, I have it below Grave as well. Yeah. I, I think, think that makes sense then. Okay. Okay. Then yeah, that's where it is. Uh, I know, I know, then, Sean. This hurts you, but we're talking well, about no, but we're I talking about mean, fantastic movies all around. Yeah, like, but like yeah. I, all of them going in S tier. Like, hey, trust me, there's I, gonna I, be I some that balance surprised. out. Like, I was gonna I, say, yeah, just wait. We have there are some. I yeah. definitely think I don't know deserve more S tier than Kiki. So I'm just gonna say, okay, ouch. No offense, well, like Kiki. I said uh, A. You're, it's you're just good. like you're good. Barely, yeah. It's more. I, honestly, most of these I think are just preference kind of it's like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but i'm surprised that honestly totoro is well i don't know never mind totoro's fantastic man we all love totoro. she needs to watch more of these movies you do i agree they're fantastic well totoro's you like watch my more. number i don't know whatever so i i had some of these like lower i think but so that's why it's just surprising now i'm curious now to see what yours that are higher that i have lower now I guess I we'll think well, I know well, one well, that me and Sean are very much going to disagree on just from. Yeah. Oh, I already know which one we're going to be grueling about already. It's fine. Done, done. No, I think uh, I think there's well, two, but like one, there's one that I know. Well, okay, there's right. one that's more obvious, I think, that should definitely be. And well, let's find out right I now, Matthew. What's out. next? Yeah. As we move on to only yesterday. And so I will start with this one. And that's say, not it. Uh, well, th- it's the next movie that we're talking about. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <but laughs> And I really like this one. I think just the really grounded portrayal uh, that Takahata directs is just like really, really interesting. And I think I really like these characters and just like the way it follows this woman and sees her life through uh, these memories uh, of her childhood. And it really works well with her modern day. And I think um, it's just very this slice of life you know it's it's the very captivating very relatable characters i think the the animation is also more unique and i really like this style of animation uh and also has a great score i think it's just really com- complements the movie uh yeah i remember the first time around uh watch it and sub i remember liking it and then i watched it again in dub and didn't like it as much. I still gave it like four stars, but like among the Ghibli rankings, it's like on the lower end. And I just didn't like it as much because like I think a lot of the um a lot of the stuff about her child because this film is sort of like flashback. A lot of her child in her childhood I think really works. A lot of the stuff in the present time doesn't really work for me. Um and I think that's where the the divisiveness come from. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of the most mature Ghibli films in terms of the themes that it tackles and everything like that. Um, but yeah, again, so it's, it's for me, it's on the lower end of Ghibli, but like, it's still four out of five star, which is still like a good praise. Also the dub version have Daisy Ridley doing a weird half American, half British accent. I don't know what the hell she was doing. I uh, didn't even realize it was Daisy Ridley. Sure. 
until I was like, what the hell is that? What's he trying to do? I think I can provide a little context to that, actually, Albert. Um, I think it's the way I understand it is that it's supposed to represent like the kind of idea of doing a country. When you go back home, when you have your your home accent versus what you had in the city, it's trying to do that. It's not it doesn't work because she's not consistent enough. Yeah, I didn't Um, get that. Yeah, um, like I said, I think it's trying to do that. I don't think it necessarily should have just stick full British and it would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it doesn't help that like a lot of times they're just a bunch of Americans like in these roles, and so it's really hard to tell when they're just you know, you know, because then if by that logic everybody's country, right? Because then most of the roles are American spoken, um, unless you go outside get other dubs. But um, yeah, Um, this is this is what I watched pretty recently here. Um, I think. What I, I, I'm not piggybacking here, but I think, I think especially the childish stuff is really great because you get a sense of what Takahata does on experimental level with his animation. Um, a lot of watercolor-esque stuff, um, which is why I think that it's really great because it's almost like the faded memory, right? And then you go into the, the modern day and her, her current life, which is really detailed and very like much that Ghibli house style. And I think it's a really good companion to that overall. Um, but the story itself isn't necessarily the thing I'm clinging to personally. Um, I know some people really resonate with it, um, but I think it's just something that ultimately uh, is really nice to look at and does does what it's trying to do. But for me, it's not necessarily hitting those levels. Um, yeah, I recommend sub on this one as well. Um, I can't, I really, it's really hard with the, uh, I mean, listen, watch however you want to watch ultimately. Um, even just looking at the movie is important. But uh, in this case, I think that, um, it's also it's hard to translate too because uh, a lot of it is very Japanese centric. Um, there's some jokes in jokes that are in subtitles. So you have to kind of, you know, you're reading as you're going along with it, um, and some of that takes you out of it. So, like I said, it's hard to say dub or sub on a lot of these movies. Um, it doesn't surprise me this took a long time to get a dub for that exact reason. Um, but um, so, and we'll get into a couple of those. I feel like Takahata is really much in that where he doesn't really compromise for international audiences. Um, so, you know, a lot of those, a lot of those viewpoints are very much just like of their, not necessarily of their time, but definitely of their culture and their kind of, you know, just doing what he wants to do with the movie um, because it's not necessarily, it's grounded in reality in that way, right? And that's his reality. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say other than that. Really, uh, I like it on, on a. I really like watching it on a like historical level more than the actual story, personally. Um, but I still do like it. Um, I do like it. So. Uh, yeah, I think uh, this one. I think I um, was could have seen in theater. I don't think I was busy, but I, I don't know. I didn't for whatever reason. I kind of did want to rewatch it in theaters because. I do remember really liking the, the memory aspect and, and how well that was uh, sort of included in the film and, and a lot of how the film was told that I think really made it resonate more than it sounds like it did for some people. Um, obviously, I don't I, I, I wouldn't say it's like one of the stronger works, but I wouldn't say it's like really weak. I really liked um, the main character and her younger self. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember for a lot of these, if I if I watched them dubbed or subbed, I think Daisy Ridley was ringing a bell, so I probably watched it dubbed because <laughs> I, I think I watched too many of these dubbed. Uh, I, I, I went back and rewatched some of them with like subs or if I didn't for the first time. Um, but yeah, uh, 
I, yeah, I'm not sure what else to add about um, this one. Again, I, I agree with Cole about like Takahata's animation. I think, I mean, it's, it's something, yeah, the, the memories is sort of different from the standard, uh, or not standard, but like the, the normal Ghibli animation style. So I think that's, that's really interesting to see. Um, and yeah, um, I, I'd say this is, even if it is weaker, like Albert said, like, like, it's just funny to me that four is like weaker Ghibli. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't call it like this is weak though, but it's, it's not the highest for me, but yeah, it's, I really like this one. I appreciate it. We do want to revisit it at some point. I found people really like some people really connect with it. So I think it might be a personal thing too, for, uh, for some folks. Um, it just depends. It just depends. Yeah. I think. I did not, but I, I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorites. So, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people that really connected with this movie. Like I loved it. And I think this is, this was an interesting one because I think it got to this one at the point where like, I was like, just, I was full on like just deep diving into the Ghibli movies I hadn't seen. So I didn't really know anything about this one. I was just like, Oh, this, this one seems to, be something that I would be interested in. And I'm just going to watch this one next week. I think I watched this one after just a couple that I just really did not vibe with. And so mm-hmm. I ended up really enjoying this one. I did watch it dubbed. So like, this is definitely like on the list of like ones that I definitely want to revisit subbed because like it, it didn't take me enough out of the movie to like, not enjoy it as much as I could have, but like the Daisy Ridley's voice, like the accent, like it did throw me off a bit. I was like, what is going on <laughs> but like i i absolutely love this one yeah i can see what you mean like if you don't like res- if the story doesn't resonate with you as much that it might not be as high up for some people but like i like i said this one is just one of those ones it it really stuck with me and i definitely can see myself rewatching it a lot in the future um yeah, this one i watched subbed so i think that probably made it better um, uh, I would put this in A tier. Um, um, so in <laughs> in form in terms of classifying the whole twenty three films in A B C D E F, I'm gonna put it either C or D. Oh, okay, yeah. Whoa, okay. In terms yeah, of oh. the twenty three Ghibli films, uh, like, okay. I, I, it's but, it's, put but it, it doesn't hurt context. you to put like stuff like this. At, like I get it. We don't want it. To no, because this is a tier list. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's what list. I was saying about Kiki, but I mean, we're not going for an equal distribution here. Is. I think. Yeah, so. no, Kiki. I really would say S. Like, there's for me personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'll put it at C. I'll put it at C. I'm like B. I'm like B. Honestly, um, like it's it's good. It's doing everything what it needs to, which is not necessarily for me. So that's where I would land on that. I'd say A or B. I think. Let me double check my letterbox that I didn't too long Yeah, I I have this one at top of A, and also not to sidetrack. I know during Totoro, I mentioned I wanted to buy a Totoro stuffed animal. When we were talking on Kiki's, I found one on Amazon and ordered it. Let's go. How big is it? How big is it? Uh, it said it was only nine inches, so it's not that big. It was actually, I don't know, it has great reviews, so I'm there, excited. That's okay. I want it. There, I think one's cool. There is one in a, because I transit in Japan, because I go in and go to Indonesia. There is one in the airport that is probably 
as tall as the t- my TV from the floor down. Amazing. <laughs> oh I mean, obviously, I cannot buy it because it's too big to carry in the airport, but it's huge. So, yeah. I got a total. Albert, when we went to Chicago with Kenneth, uh, there was a store. There is there that were, one, too. Selling giant that one, yeah. that one they don't sell, though. They didn't sell that one. That was just for the mm. store. Damn. So, yeah. It's and it was not it. not as big. Stole it. <laughs> it is by the it is by the door. So you know, next time. It's not. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> um. So where does that put it for us? So we had a couple. We either, how many? Eight? Uh, it's it's either, not like I'm not either top B or low A. Okay, but Matthew says A. I said C. I say top of A. You think Sarah and I are top of A? Yeah, I have a top of A. Sean? And then Sean uh, was A or B, so it's just I think that's whatever, that's on that's can... leaning higher than. So, okay. So wait, we had S and then Albert was C or D? No. I'll, I'll put it as C. I'll, I'll do C. Okay. I'm, so I'm S B. C B I'll Three say A's, B right? and then Sarah said A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with low A if we just that's probably on that, that's on A. Low A? Yeah, low A. Okay. Yeah. I think that worked out. I would rather watch Nausicaa than this, but I think for the purpose of what we're getting at, I think it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, okay, so the next movie is Porco Rosso, I think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who's starting? I forgot. I lost track. Albert, we'll, we'll start Albert. with you. Uh, Porco Rosso, this one I haven't revisited. Um, I want to watch it up. This one I haven't watched it up because it's Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably have seen clips of the dub, but like not the full thing. Uh, I don't remember much of the story. For some weird reason, the thing that I remember the most is the fist fight at the end, because I feel like it was <laughs> yeah. so much. Once again, my, my point, I don't think he knows how to end the movie, because it, it ends, yeah. it, there's a fist fight, and then it's over. Like, Yeah, yeah it's just really... And I feel other. like it went on for quite a bit, too, the fist fight. <laughs> it um, was really funny, though. <laughs> In the, the the old animation style, they, they actually flip the paper too many times. Like, wait, we've seen this clip before. Uh, but no, um, I think this, I mean, obviously with Tesla in the Sky, the whole team of flying and this one even more so, uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Also, I think this one's adapted too. Um, but yeah, I don't remember much from it. Uh, I like the character interactions, obviously, between uh, Porco Rosso and the mechanic girl, I think. I think she's a mechanic. Um, Fiji? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember much from it. Uh, I did give it four out of five in Letterbox, but in my ranking, it's also in the lower end. So there's that. Okay, leave it at that. Um, yeah, this one I love. Um, I don't know if it's quite up there, but but here's what I will say: is that jokes aside about the ending. Um, there, this has some of the best visual moments in Ghibli's history, in my opinion. I think the dream sequence with all the planes flying overhead, it's just one of those shots that's like ingrained in my head forever, which I can't get out. Um, it's just, some, there's something beautifully still about that in particular. Um, I think, especially the way that he has this reverence for like the Italian seaside town, this Mediterranean like coast, um, is really great, even if it's like slightly ambiguous, um, and kind of this weird allegory of him like not accepting himself, but, but be also being a pig, right? And so there's like there's a lot to that that kind of plays into it, um, which which makes me a little you know like the ending not being as great as it could be. Um, I think going back to my point about Kiki, I suppose. But um, 
Yeah. Um, oh, great opener with all the little kids that they're trying to save. Uh, that's some of the funniest shit in Ghibli I've ever seen, where they're just basically, <laughs> they're clinging on to the bandits and they're just like, are we being saved? Are we being saved? It's like, <laughs> it's like some of the funniest shit uh, in, the, in both versions is great. Um, but yeah, um, uh, we, it's a, obviously we talked about like the environmentalism side of it. This is definitely not that. Uh, this is definitely more so the kind of love of flying. Um, and so um, it's, and we'll kind of get that with Wind Rises as well. But uh, this in particular kind of, there is still a, a, a nature, man versus nature kind of thing. And like what you can do with the limits of, of what you have in the sky. Um, so thematically, I think it ties all together pretty well. But um, definitely just a, a movie about planes and an awesome guy flying planes and shit. I mean, sometimes there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I can understand why this is like, you know, cause it doesn't have, it doesn't have some of the great things that you would expect in some of these other Ghibli movies. Um, but it also just presents in a little different way. Um, so for me, that's why it's definitely like up there and it's one of the best, like I watched it in the theater for the first time and it was like one of my favorite experiences. So, yeah. Oh, um, well, yeah. So the, when I saw this, I remember me and my now old roommate got, into quite the debate afterwards because i thought it was like okay like not the best and he like loved it um but i for the same reason that cole said you know it's a movie about planes and and like that uh like that's you know i mean that's i don't know it wasn't entirely my vibe uh not a big plane like i don't know would you rather watch the movie planes the Disney movie Planes, though. No, I'm just saying, Porco Rosso. I, better I, I than the movie Planes. By virtue of it being a Ghibli movie, and there are like the complexities you've talked about. I think <laughs> I, 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 I saw his point. <laughs> like we eventually, but personally, I just I don't know the concept, and then like the just the simplicity of it, just being sort of a pig pilot. Like I, it wasn't. It didn't connect with me. I think like a lot of like we've talked about with these movies, like some just didn't connect. This was one of those that very much, I think, didn't for me, which isn't to say it's bad because I still recognize that like the animation is great and the characters are fun and all, but I don't know. It just, it seemed like it was a bit simplistic, straightforward for me in terms of like stuff, I don't know, like, and and the fight, like at the end or whatever, that was, was funny and all, but yeah, I don't know. It, it didn't feel as, I guess, I don't know satisfying as some of the other Ghibli movies where I was like, dang, that was like super good movie. Like I was just like, oh, that was pretty good. I don't know. I thought this one was a ton of fun. Um, I don't know. I saw a flying pig on the poster and I was like, I'm going to watch this and I'm going <laughs> to love it. Um, yeah, I think the ending definitely like lowers it a bit for me, but I don't know. It's, it's a flying pig. It's fun. And then I also like, I mean, I'm I'm a girl going into like aerospace engineering and like seeing like the, I, I'm blanking on the character's name, but uh, uh, I should get this right. I was gonna say because we keep mentioning her name. Yeah, she. Theo. Theo. Oh, okay. Piccolo. Yeah. I said Fiji. <laughs> oh, Piccolo is Piccolo's from Dragon Ball. She's another redhead. That Leo Picaro. Picaro. That's her last name is Picaro. Okay. Or yeah, I don't know. I thought she was a really cool character. I thought she was badass, but uh, and then that fight scene—it it does go on 
little bit long, but I thought it was hilarious. But yeah, like it's it's not quite up there with some of like the top tier uh, Ghibli for me, but like I I had a ton of fun with this one, and I think it would be an easy rewatch. But yeah, also Michael Keaton is cool, so I need to watch the Michael Keaton dub because I I watched this dub, so I haven't. Uh, hmm. When I've only seen this once, I, I've been needing to rewatch it again with Michael Keaton. But uh, yeah, I, I really like it. It's kind of reminds me of Casablanca ish. Like there are some Casablanca vibes. Oh sure. yeah, definitely, and then, definitely. <laughs> and then I, something I really like about Porco Rosso is that there's no explanation about why he's a pig. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, you don't exactly. need the explanation. Yeah, there is. Did they not? Well, okay. Well, because well, there's a little bit of alluding to yeah. it. Like, yeah. Um, mm. It's a little lost on me sometimes. It, it, it's in that whole flashback part that it's. Um, right. But mm. it doesn't ultimately matter, I think. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I, I feel like that's a nice touch. And uh, another I thing I wanted to do the research and figure out, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> Joe Hisaishi's score is amazing. Oh, it's just like. God, so yeah, dude. That, Adds so much wonder, and there's like this excitement to all this, like flying, and it, it just works so well. It's a four star movie, but on the lower end of my ranking. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, mm, I think the four stars start for me for 20, for my 20th uh, favorite Ghibli movie. So it's, I, I, I pretty much like all of them. A fun fact Ghibli is a Italian term. So it's a that's why the whole Ghibli versus Ghibli debate is really confusing because uh-huh. it's a it's it's an Italian I think it's an Italian aircraft um, and it it should be Ghibli mm-hmm. but they say Ghibli <laughs> so it's this weird that's it's a weird thing are you do you line with the Italians that said the word came up with the word or the people that made the studio so. Do you do it Italians or Italian <laughs> or Miyazaki? I don't know. Pasta or Totoro? I, I'm not sure. You know? I mean, in the long run, it doesn't really matter because you know what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, where do you guys rate this? Oh, um, I mean, I I know we're I know we want to not lopside this. It's still mm-hmm. A for me though. It might be low A, but it's A for me. I had this lower than only yesterday. So if, if I only yesterday was C, then mine for, for this will be C or D. For me, I think because this is on the lower end of my ranking, I would have to put it in C. I'm fine with C. I think I had this one above Nausicaa, but below only yesterday. So like C or B is fine. I have this one at top of B. Okay. So how does that? Um, I think it has to be C, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think C and D or C. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll put it. Albert's I mean, there's nothing in C right now. I'm sure you know yeah. it'll get filled out later on, and I, it does hurt me, but but I understand. I get it. <laughs> it is also just because this uh, studio has so many amazing films. It's yeah. You know, this a C does not mean it's bad. It's just within right. The, uh, oh God, am I talking about the next one first? Yeah, you are. Uh, you get to talk about Ocean Waves. Uh, oh, right. no. All right. Uh, I'm pulling out my review, so I have notes. Um, okay. Well, to, to preface, this is very much I, – I have to give, like, credit to the people because uh, it was very much an experimentation at a lower budget level meant for TV. So 
let's start with that. Okay, there there are limitations to what they're getting at, um, and ultimately, um, I don't necessarily fault everybody in the process, but you have to, you know, um, you have to recognize that the circumstances were not to the levels of some of these other films. That being said, um, these might be some of the most annoying characters like in <laughs> animated history. Um, so, so like as a slice of life, it doesn't have the kind of it doesn't have the whimsy of a Takahata movie, and it doesn't have um, it doesn't have any of like the style tones you have in a Miyazaki. Um, and so, it's a little lost on that. Um, um, interesting music choices, though. I think um, it's either for you either with it or not. It I think. Um, for me, I was like somewhere in the middle, uh, definitely just odd. Uh, but I just think that um, is Ryoku. Uh, hold on, gosh. Um, yeah, she's just she's just a really clingy character, and it's really a shame because uh, there's a, definitely a, a great relationship between uh, Taku and his friend. Um, some people online think it's queer uh, subtext, and I like that. Um, uh, I wish it was that because that means this movie would be interesting. Um, <laughs> Uh, which it isn't, and it's just very much, even in the style of it, it's like not doing much for me. Um, I feel like I don't want to get in a rant on this one because honestly, there's not much for me to say other than I just don't like it. Um, and it's just, it comes down to a lot of just, um, just things that are inherently in the script, I think, that you just can't get out of. Because um, even if you appreciate it as just visual beauty, um, it has a little bit of that, but it's not necessarily reaching those heights. So, um, yeah, definitely not one of my favorites here. Um, but like I said, it's hard to it's hard to blame everybody in the process. Um, you always want to give benefit of the doubt, but I just think the whole product comes out to really a mediocre level here. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not going to rant about this either because I, I mean I saw it like a really long time ago. I'm trying to even check when, so I don't remember a ton about it. But like what I do. It's, kind of like i don't know it felt a little like aimless like the characters me yeah they're doing stuff but like then i don't know it didn't feel like there was as much interesting conflict or even like yeah like characters and and some of the other ones it's definitely lower ghibli i mean i think i don't know i i think for it being ghibli i was trying to appreciate it a bit more but and I, I don't know. I don't know how much I have to add on this because, like, I this was one that I, I out of all of them, like, I didn't have a I haven't had a lot of like urgency to to rewatch it because it's it's I don't know, kind of plainish. Like, yeah, it feels like a TV like special. Like, well, I mean, for for like a Ghibli movie or just for like anime in general, um, and I the animation also isn't like. I don't know, my favorite, I think, out of compared to the others. But yeah, I, I don't know. That's all I have to say about this, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. These characters are are very, very irritating. Um I think this one it was it was a chore to get through. Literally looking just looked on letterbox, runtime of seventy-two minutes. It felt way longer than that. <laughs> that's insane. It does feel so much longer than that. Like it, that's so short. Like I've watched TV episodes that are either the same length or longer. There are this Stranger Things like episodes so... that are longer than this whole movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and 
so long. Like I kept checking, like how much time is left in this. I don't want to finish. I don't want to keep watching it. I wanted to watch something else, but like it is it. There were like certain scenes that I remember. Like I'd be like, "Oh, is it is it maybe getting better?" And then immediately be like, "No, nope, it still sucks." <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I don't want to spend too much time on this movie. Yeah, the biggest issue is just the characters suck. Um, I think the the melodrama is a, also a lot, and uh, I, I like. And we get better melodrama in some of these later Ghibli movies. That's another thing too that ultimately makes yeah. this like really tough because it's not even like a subsection of Ghibli where it's like it's a very different movie. And this is like the example that we have. We have that later on, and I think ultimately that we'll mention the other one. I think it does it better. Uh, and there's just this is just a pocket of like. It's almost like the the stepchild that's just like off in the corner. You just you, you, you know you have to appreciate it, but it's just it's just there. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, Shigeru Nagata's score is great on its own. I don't think it works as well in the movie. Uh, then yeah, I I really like listening to the score, but then in the movie, I I just feel like it feels out of place. Um, I haven't rewatched this in a while, so let's try to list out stuff that I remember. I think there is, I think there is a scene where they skip stones by the ocean. I'm guessing yes, that's oh, a title. As as ocean waves, yes. Yeah, I think they were high school kids and they had a reunion and they met up like in a bar, karaoke restaurant or something like that. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I feel like you're mixing up other movies here. I'm not even probably sure. probably just a restaurant. <laughs> type. There was a moment where the girl slaps the guy. Yes, yes. Someone got mad, yeah. 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 Um, um, you're basically describing a soap opera without, like, doing it. You know? <laughs> I mean, no, this really is a soap opera. It's, 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 very, it's very typical. This whole film is very typical high school TV anime. Yeah, it's yeah. super It's super one of those. Um, but, yeah, I, again, I don't. that's all I remember. It's on the lower end. I don't even remember the score or anything. Uh, that like Matthew said, but yeah, it's it's on it's definitely on the lower end. That's it. Um, uh, wait, wait, oh, okay. Uh, sure, I, yeah, I, I I'm still like D, but but honestly, if it's at F, I don't care. I don't think it's as bad as an F tier movie. Okay, but I'm trying to like see if it's. But it's see, by Albert's level, it'd be F, right? Yeah, it's yeah, F for forgettable. <laughs> yeah. for the studio it's a d just like in general I just, yeah I, I, it's I, really I'm hard for me to remember what i like like about this movie there were parts that i did it's just really mm -hmm. hard when i just you're focusing so much on the weirdness yeah. of it all um i think even just having a good score it might be even if it's not used properly, yeah, I, 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 think think there's a d, I guess nice, like nostalgia feeling that you get from movie but like it's yeah I think I I liked it more when I was watching it than I I think I did in retrospect, but I don't know. I again I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah, I'm fine with like D or F. I personally would have it in F. We're gonna have other Fs. We might as well just put it in there. Come on. I will say this is the top of the F tier for me. Two two Fs, and okay. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. We only think there's only going to be two Fs here tonight. No, I was, I, 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 mis <laughs> I miscounted. Uh, I, I think there's I only two Fs. Have, I have three Fs. Okay. I have, I yeah. Have, yeah. Only two okay. Fs, we'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. If 
Because like, would would there be just three? I can't imagine there being like. We'll four. get there. We'll get there. I, I have thoughts. Okay. It's okay. fine. Okay. I won't. I All won't right. win it, but it's fine. How many Fs do uh, you want, Cole? <laughs> I don't want any. These are all like I, I mean, honestly, you think like are, I said, I, in my heart, it's like D, I what guess, but I don't feel it? like we could, based on how we're ranking the rest of these, it makes any sense to put it there. So, um, all right. Okay. Next, we are going to talk about Pompoco. Uh, Sean. Oh, shoot. I, I got to talk about this one. All right. Um, <laughs> I can start. I don't care. Yeah, I, have, yeah, I, have, I, mean, I have a lot of great things to say. I, I don't know. Really likes this movie a lot tanuki so. balls Woo! God, that so they bounce it's like weird. south park um yeah to clarify, okay that's true yeah to clarify this is also one you gotta watch sub the dub is fine um it just it just changes things so like they're not tanukis where were they sarah they're like raccoons, raccoons. they called them raccoons. they were raccoons in the dub yeah yeah so uh just they're very similar animals but the whole the whole mythical part with the testicles is is very much a part of the tanuki not the raccoon you know i mean if we're in the states i don't remember the testicles of raccoon being significant in any way um so i i, I can start if you want sean but otherwise you could just go oh i thought you already were i'll just keep what i'm gonna say short. Um, <laughs> okay but i yeah like some of that stuff i mean i i liked i think uh i yeah it was fun at the beginning the whole little like like family tribe of uh, raccoons tanuki whatever they're called but i think as it went on i was like a little i, I think this one was a bit long <laughs> I re- oh shoot yeah. i'm remembering uh i think we were watching this and it was the last ghibli before like uh i we had to move out of like our campus place or something so it was kind of just on while we were like packing and i, I some of it like went over my head when it was kind of long running long and we just me and my roommates wanted to finish it before like we had to leave so this one didn't i wouldn't say stuck with me i'd probably say i mean it was fun for a bit and then just got a little bit tiring i don't know i again yeah this is like one where maybe it's just the talking animals like don't resonate with me i guess as much but there's an exception that for to that rule that it's coming later so so um, I mean, like with Porco Rosso and, and Pompoco, like not being my favorites, but there's definitely an exception that rules. So maybe I, I'm not going to generalize, but yeah, I don't know. Just kind of eh, about it. Not very strong opinions, but you know, Ghibli, so it doesn't suck. Yeah. yeah. I thought this one, this one I thought was, there's a lot of fun that I had with this one, but I think. There, the pacing, I think, was my biggest issue. Like, I really liked the beginning and I liked the end, but like the middle portion, just it yeah. felt like it seriously dragged on. Yeah. And like that, I think, definitely took me out of it. Yeah. This is when I watched dubbed. I didn't even realize there was a difference between raccoons and like the tatukis until Tanuki. Cole mentioned after I like posted my review on Letterboxd. So, if you, if I you think... played Super Mario Brothers 3, I guess you would know. But otherwise, <laughs> at least in the States, it's just not a thing. So it's really, yeah, you have to know to know, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is one that I think I would definitely be open to rewatching, like, in the sub, just to kind of compare. Because I know, like, I have a couple that, whenever I get to it, just because I did just finish pretty recently watching all of them. I don't want to go into rewatches too soon. But, like, this is definitely one of the ones on my list for to rewatch as sub. Um, also... The dog, Mr. Krabs. 
I can't remember which character he was, but he was there. I remember that. I remember that. (laughs) That, That's a great movie. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, this movie's weird, but it is a lot of fun. I think there's just some pacing issues that just make it not as enjoyable as some movies for me. Yeah, uh, this is one of, oh, so this is going to be the first movie that we talk about uh, out of my COVID watches. So <laughs> I, I watched it very recently and I had fun with it. I, I think it's a fun time, but um, you guys mentioned it does drag. And me personally, I'm not a huge fan of narration. And I, I feel like, you know, that brings it down a little bit, but it's just my personal preference. I, I think the thing that stands out to me the most is just the environmentalist message that this movie has about these, you know, keeping these forests alive, but then also just like the coexistence between humans and animals. I think there are some really interesting ideas. And so uh, that that's just my favorite part of this. And animation also, uh, I really like this, the stylized transformations. I think it's really cool. Oh yeah, gosh, man. I, yeah, those are fantastic. Yeah, um, I like this one. I think it's a lot of fun. I think the whole message, right, about the environmentalism is uh, is good. And, like, the ending, kind of tragic when you see them just hanging out in the golf course in the middle of the city because the, the whole place, uh, will forget the name of the hill, something hills. And yeah, then it's something. now... Tama. Tama. Tama Hills here or something, yeah. And, and then now it become like, a whole city landscape. Um, but there are, like, lots of great moments, like the, the, the thing with the... Um, like the not circus, like a carnival parade, theme park parade kind of thing. That whole sequence was awesome. Oh, seeing the whole yeah, that's a great uh, animation sequence. sequence. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I think the characters are fun, seeing all the different characters and everything. Um, there is a scene where I believe they use their balls as parachute, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's yeah. that's a choice. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, but yeah um, I, I like I do like this one a lot. It's a lot of fun. I don't know. It's a choice. It's definitely in the folklore of it all, right? So it's like it's very much grounded in in the story. I've seen I've seen they use their balls for lots of stuff, but not for parachutes. So that was the first time. <laughs> hey man, it. you gotta be creative in your animation. Um, use what you have, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll piggyback a little bit on the environmental. I think what for me it, the the whole idea of the coexistence at the end is very much like it's a somber note for sure. Um, but it's there's a little bit of an uplifting thing, which is that, um, you know, the idea of coexistence can 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 work, um, but it's an unknown feature, and you have to kind of go forward with that. Um, uh, I forgot. So they're called foxes. Are they called foxes in the dub? Yeah, yeah I don't foxes. know. I don't. I can't. Okay, are they foxes in the sub as well? I'm, I never. They're very much also very Japanese thing. Once again, understand why this is not necessarily for everybody. Um, for that, that those reasons. Um, that whole dynamic with them and kind of feuding is really interesting, um, uh, especially that first half. Um, I don't think it really drags. I think when it gets when it gets to those parts, it's it's kind of it's slowly growing and them going out into the world and trying to like get the things that they need is really interesting. Them hiding out as like businessmen is really it's really it's really weird and freaky and I love it. Um, I, like Albert said, the whole the whole parade sequence them them trying to you know basically be those spirits and scare off people but when people are so jaded with you know when those stories don't mean anything anymore there's really something that's uh prevalent there which is that like they're trying to one up and one up but ultimately they can't and they have to figure a way to to kind of survive right um 
Um, for a Takahata movie, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty much in-house style Ghibli. Um, I think it's not necessarily a narc for me or an act for me, but it's just like something to note. Um, there's obviously, there's some cool transformation stuff, but, um, if you had told me this was a Miyazaki movie, like I could believe you, but, um, but there are some, there are some charms from Takahata, I think that are a little bit prevalent, um, especially in some of the family dynamics and the character especially when they're in their little houses it's just great and then watching the tv and stuff it's just like you love to see that it's like really fun um but yeah this is what i should revisit um i seen i saw it in theaters um and it was really great to do that in, in that environment because i didn't have any like distractions and i could really just focus in on that so that's probably why i didn't necessarily feel like it dragged for me personally um but also tanuki balls so like there's that um <laughs> Yeah, they made it. They made it sound like a delicacy. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, what the hell, bro? Bro, what's that? <laughs> Come on, man. Um, also, isn't J.K. Simmons in the English dub or something? Yes, yes, yes. yes. okay. Um, um, I, I'm gonna let everybody else go first on the ranking. I have thoughts, but obviously, our scale is a little different here, so. Mm -hmm. I put it in C behind Porco Rosso. I yeah, would second I that. I I feel the same way. Give me a sec. I'm I'm trying to divide my list into. I think I'll I'll lose, so I'll just say it. I think for me it's like B, but Porco Rosso would still be A. So there's like the yeah. in that in that context it's like it doesn't matter. It's... But it, I'm just Go gonna ahead. say B and leave it, even though I'm gonna lose here. So. I have it as a B. I'm after dividing my list. I think it's a B. This falls under B. So the majority of us have it's still C. Yeah. So, um, but I I would still be okay with it behind Porco. If we put it behind Porco, you're okay with that. Okay. I would. That's fine with me. Okay. Okay. Um, next we have Whisper of the Heart. I believe. So we'll start with Sarah. I keep getting great movies to start on. I love this. I got um, the shit one. What the fuck? <laughs> this is planned. This is the whole the whole oh, thing is orchestrated. God. The same thing happened beginning. in the Pixar real ranked. I kept getting the movies I love to talk about, but this uh oh man, this one was I think this was the first one that wasn't directed by Miyazaki or Takahata that I watched from uh Ghibli and I absolutely loved it i think from the second i heard country roads i was like oh shit i'm gonna i'm gonna love this i'm probably gonna cry too but uh it's just i was smiling like the whole time i think i watched this when i had covid so i was just like in a bad mood it was like can't believe i got covid right before my birthday kind of thing and like this one it seriously like it just it made me really happy and it's just it's just i don't know I, it's it's a, it's a more simple story, I think, than a lot of the others. And I think that's why I like it so much. Because, like, yeah, there's some of the movies that are very, like, just grand in terms of, I don't know, like, Spirit Away, like, those kinds. Like, they have a lot of the more mystical elements. This is just very, felt very grounded. And it's just very heartwarming. I, I don't know. I just, it, it made my heart very happy. And it's just, I absolutely loved this movie. Yeah, and I just, I love the music elements and, like, the art, like, how it focused on, like, how, how the two main characters, like, they love, like, their art, you know, those different art forms, but, like, it's just, I I love that a lot. 
yeah, this movie was incredible. This is my favorite out of the Ghibli movies that I watched uh, just like recently. It's just really magical story of this character and like figuring out what to do in the world where, uh, you know, dealing with school and then she has this really sweet relationship with Saiji. I think seeing both of them pursue their dreams, I think is what makes this yeah. so special. Seeing her, you know, becoming the spider and seeing you know, the Baron come to life, which we'll talk about the Baron later on. But, uh, <laughs> and then, oh, God. And then <laughs> Saiji, you know, aspiring uh, violin maker is like, you know, I, I just really like seeing people chase their dreams. And I, I, yeah. I think that's really heartwarming. But then there's also just some really great side characters. I, I really like the grandpa and like one of my favorite scenes is just when they're all playing music together and playing the instruments and and it's just like so great. It melts and, my heart, dude. I love that yeah. scene. <laughs> and just also the support that she gets from her family is also just like really, really sweet. And um yeah, probably the best use of country roads in the movie. I really like you know how it, it is used in like the context. Um I, I really, yeah. really like it. It's it's was this, it's between this was, and Golden Circle maybe. So I was gonna say it's, it's Kingsman and then Logan Lucky, right? Is that the other one that is yeah. that here? Uh, Alien. Okay, Covenant. now I really need to watch Logan Lucky. Covenant. I had no idea it was using. Um, it's not that big in Logan Lucky. This is the best use. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah. it's the best cinematic use of Country Roads, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I I really like this film. Um, it's a shame that uh, what's his name? Yoshifumi uh, uh, Kondo. Yep, it's a shame yeah. he only did one for Ghibli, um, because I, I I really like this. I really like the love story. I really like the coming of age story, and I really like the music. And having seen it both in dub and sub, to, it's not gonna lie, it's kind of weird hearing the song "Country Roads" in Japanese, uh, <laughs> but it's it, it still works. And I I really I really like the whole the whole theme and the whole story. I think it's really sweet and really charming. Um, yeah, just I, I I like it a lot. Okay, cool. That leads me to like dump about this movie because I love this movie. Um, yeah. So the thing that's really sad about this movie is, like you said, Kondo only made one film because uh, he tragically passed away after this. Yeah. Uh, oh, and so it's it's this awful. weird, yeah, it's this weird pocket of of Ghibli that's like what could have been almost, um, which is really interesting to see. Um, it's definitely like the anti-ocean waves, if you want to look at it that way, um, because yeah, it's 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 heartwarming, it's charming. Um, it does it does a lot of the things that kind of Kiki does in a little, just a different way, in a slice of life way, uh, that I quite particularly love. Um, I think the whole storybook magical side of it is really great with the Baron, uh, because it's it's like it's almost what could happen in your imagination, and that's why it kind of happens in dreams and things like that. Um, so it still has those elements there. It teeters that line, you know, like how do we how do we stick to slice of life, but also you know get some of that magical Disney Ghibli kind of ish, you know, vibes, right? Um, uh, shout out also, uh, I'm sure somebody's gonna mention it. The the fact this is the frame in this movie where she's at her desk is the one that all the lo-fi yeah, girl. I said. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, technically she is a lo-fi beats girl. Uh, obviously, it's been like changed and stuff since, it's so it's not changed, quite the yeah. same when you go to. The frame yeah. in the movie but it, you can tell it's like it's so obvious <laughs> yeah um, i believe she's still listening to music right now uh, yeah she is she is still <laughs> listening to music um she's studying hard she's gonna get it she's gonna she's gonna do great but yeah, yeah. um um 
I guess. So, okay. The, my only knack of this movie, and it, it's really, it is like kind of the thing that always I come back to. I, I have kind of since forgiven it. I don't much care, uh, which is that the ending is kind of bad uh, because it, it's wrapped up in a bow way too quick. And it doesn't like, I love you. And then it's just like, that's the end of the movie. Um, and it's not great, but, but if you can forgive it for all of that, um, maybe this movie could have used another 10 minutes and we could have gotten to a better point with it. Um, it's also, it's also almost two hours anyways. So I feel like we got to the sweet point in the movie that you just, you just don't need it. Um, and you get that bonding experience anyways. So a little bit of a jump to say, you know, will you marry me? And, you know, yada, yada. Uh, I think it's a, a bit much, um, but your kids. I know that's exactly that's another Cole, part. Cole hates romance confirmed. Wait, hold on, I, whoa, whoa, no! This is like it's, it's jumping to conclusions. Wait, I, I don't entirely remember. Did he really say marry? I uh, hold on. I might be. They, like, they make like long term commitment. I that's kind of. It's, it's like it's. Oh, it, I, I think it is like a long term commitment. It might just be boyfriend and girlfriend. Which, which as kids they do. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, I mean, listen. Either way, I, my point is is that it, it's not. It's it's. You know, it's kind of not necessarily the neatest bow, but it's definitely a bow that they choose to. Um, um, but I only knack it because I love it. I think you only point out these things because everything else is so fantastic. Uh, yeah, definitely. I love Japanese country roads, dude. It's it's like my favorite thing to listen to on Spotify uh, with animated stuff. I love it. So. Uh, okay, I thought you were knack- like knocking on it because we're ranking them right now more so than you like it. Cause, um <laughs> I mean, as much as I like it, I don't think I had that problem with the ending. I mean, like, I wouldn't say it needs to be forgiven. I think I'm just glad that, like, it had such a happy ending and they were able to figure things out because, like, that whole tension of, like, him having to leave and, like, pursue his, like, artistic capabilities in their relationship, I think that was such a, like, well-done aspect um, that, personally, I think I just wanted to be realized in a way that both worked for the main characters and was, like, it had them both fully realized as, like, people. So I was happy for that. Um, maybe it didn't work like on a, I don't know, realism story level. But I think by that point, I was so like overjoyed by the, like like so contented by the movie that I didn't really care. Um, or like that didn't come to mind. But yeah, like everybody said, this is such a sweet, like heartwarming film um, that I love. I think also, I don't know, I found the main character just really relatable. Like, yeah, I really into like stories, writing, uh, kind of a nerd at her desk studying, you know, lo-fi beats. Um, that's that's kind of why it connected me on a like, more personal level, I think. Um, and yeah, like I remember that this scene, yeah, they're all playing music at the grandpa's house. It's just so fun and enjoyable. So I think a lot of what people already said, like I just echo, um, it's definitely underrated uh, for sure. And I think probably part of the reason, like Cole was saying, it straddles the line between like magic and you know, of those more slice of life, but I like how it comes at it from just very much slice of life. Like, this is easily one of the more like strong um, films of Ghibli that isn't more heavily fantasy and things like that. And and I think it's just really interesting because like it it, it almost doesn't feel like a like a Ghibli movie in that way. Like, um, in that it, it lacks that large um mystical or fantastic element but i think it still stands out a lot and is so well done despite the 
I don't think it even needs that. Like, I just think it's a really well done story, like coming of age sort of story, like, which um, I I think, yeah, it, it it's just interesting that it, it does so well without all the, the sort of extra fantasy elements. Uh, I'm going to go like, yeah. I'd probably say S, like this is one I, I would put. I'm going S. in S. Yeah. Oh, this is so far my favorite that we've talked about. It, I think it's my se- oh, second overall favorite, Ghibli. I, I absolutely love this movie. I mean, it's S for me, but I like I said, the scale is all wonky. So, but but um, S. I like, think even in the scale, it's an S tier. I, I think so. Um, it's like let me look. I'm gonna look at my ranking. I know I said I wouldn't, but um, I love how this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like. It's te- for me. It's technically above *Grave of the Fireflies*, and I would stand by that. Um, I know, I know. I really do love this movie. Um, I can't express that enough. Um, it's the one I love to champion because it's different from everything else too. So. Yeah, I think I think watches what got me to watch. Like Sophia told me to watch it, but I was like, I'm gonna watch something else first. And then Cole mentioned it, and I was like, maybe <laughs> I should watch it. And people keep telling me to watch it. I love it. I love it. Um, Albert, it's it's top of best for me. Okay. Are we are we all in agreement an S at least, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm fu- I'm fu- I'm happy with I'm happy with us. I was gonna say Albert uh, didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. I was but, probably leaning more towards an A, but I'm happy with us. Okay, so okay. it'd be bottom S for you then. That's fine. Okay. Well, it's top S for me, so I want to I want to fight for. I this. have it. Yeah, yeah. Bottom. I have it below Totoro, so I'd say yeah. bottom S is where I would lean. <sighs> I'd have it at top of S. Uh, well, at least I at least I know you got my back, Sarah. I'll That's put it. Uh, it's below. It's below Totoro for me. So, damn. Okay, I think for because for the majority of us, it's yeah. Okay, it's okay. I understand. I understand. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the next movie. I'll be uh, starting with Princess Mononoke, which is great. And I watched this in theaters for the first time. I've only seen it once, but I watched it in theaters I wish for the first time, and it was incredible. Like. Obviously, the animation is stunning. Just like the visual style of this whole world um, is, and like these really unique creatures is, is like really beautiful. And the big thing I really like is how there isn't a villain. Like it's just a ton of really complex characters, and it shows like you know humanizes each side. Um, and I I just really love that about this. Like um, it's just. Yeah, and the world building is beautiful. Uh, I really like this a lot. Um, similar veins with uh, Nausicaa. I think this film is like an epic. I think I can only say that for like two of these films, really, in terms of like an epic adventure mm-hmm. kind of vibe. Um, and I mean, I, I really like it. I love the character design. I love the creature design. And the whole message, I think, really works. Um, and there is a lot of like blood and gore in this and like just some gruesome imagery. And I think it really works in this film uh, and it stands out among all the other uh, Ghibli movies. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just I just I just really I, it's really mature. Uh, I really like it. And if you have not seen my review for it, go check it out. I think you'll like my review for it. Awesome. Uh, if you couldn't tell by my name, uh, this is my favorite Ghibli movie. Um, 
for a lot of reasons, I think. But uh, I think I think to Albert's point about the epicness of it, it definitely is a factor for me. I really love those kind of stories, and to see it in this in this grand scale of of Ghibli, which just perfects that style so well. Uh, it's so grounded in its culture, and so much, very much a part of that that um, it feels so genuine. Um, and I can't I can't stress that enough because for for some of these, you know, we we come into this weird you know European storytelling kind of uh, structure um, where it's you know you know first middle acts you know and then ultimately conclusion. Um, this doesn't necessarily have that. Uh, to Matthew's point, there, there there are villains, but they're not villains because each of them have their reasons. Um, and it kind of parallels along with Pompoko in a way, uh, where the, the idea of coexistence is a, is a part of it. Um, and I think that in terms of, oh, score. Score is, this is like fantastic. The Legend of Ashitaka is, is uh, along with Ocean Seaside, and it's probably one of my favorite Ghibli themes in general. Um, it's just something that you just, you, I, it's so memorable to me. Um, and it just connects, it just, the way, it, the way it's soaring and epic um, is something that really connects with me personally. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, so, so Ashitaka as a character is also really interesting because she has such a level of like, she wants to get revenge and kind of this one-minded set, but as it goes along, she has to learn to kind of accept the way things are. And even if she can't get that, um, and people are encroaching on this, the spirit, which, um, uh, I, in the dub, it's, the dub's interesting. I have problems with the dub. I also love parts of this dub. Um, Billy Bob Thornton, not the part I love about the dub. Huh. Keith David in as the Forest Spirit at the end is some of the fantastic voice acting ever I've ever heard. Um, it's also Keith David, so you know that's great. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's some of some of my favorite frames in Ghibli. Um, like like everyone mentioned, it's very it's very much violent. So there's something about that that's, that almost stands out as a kind of unique part of the canon here. Um, if you're ever interested in reading interesting stories about this movie, uh, look into the poll released in the United States. Um, oh, yeah. A lot to do with Miramax and Harvey Weinstein, unfortunately, but there's a lot of great uh, fuck yous to that. So uh, that whole system. Um, and and the fact that Disney got the rights at this exact time when this movie was coming out is such an interesting like happening stance uh, because you know you think Ghibli, you think Totoro and one of these family-friendly things. And meanwhile, Miyazaki is making... Arguably, one of the, yeah, one of the darkest and uh, most violent movies that the, the studio has ever done. Um, so, a lot of great things. Um, and I feel like I'm going to talk everybody out of, of, of conversation here, so I'm just going to stop. But I love this movie; um, it's like top for me. So, yeah, yeah, I, I have this one at, at number three. I mean, uh, it it like Albert's right; it's an it's an epic, which is like cool as as heck. Um, I. The design of the characters, Matthew mentioned. I want a second. That's probably one of my favorite parts. I mean, like the little, like dudes, the tiny little spirit dudes, the Kodama, uh, yes. the coolest. Like the, those are my favorite spirits, by the way. Like I, we all the sprites and all this. It's yeah. like I love that. That those are, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Like how it makes nature into like the the design. Just I think brilliant. Really realizes the sort of mystical aspects of nature it's going for. Like and at the end that. Um, big like blue dude, like the tree forest period. That looks so cool too. Like, heck, um, Princess Mononoke herself looks cool. Like the wolf, the posters. Like I was just straight up like was looking at um, like frames, and it, it all is 
just the aesthetic of it. I mean, I love that that whole fantasy, like forest mix. Um, I'm a big fan of, and yeah, it being like it's it's a bit longer, but like the action is so well done, and yeah, it's definitely one of the more the more mature and um, like gruesome ones. But I like how it leans into that. Um, so. I mean, I'm kind of just repeating things that other people have said, but uh, again, can't emphasize enough how like well done this is, and now I want to rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, like kind of just build off of like the part. Like, I think the thing that I like that I like the most about this is it shows the range of uh, Studio Ghibli. Like, you got something like Totoro that's like totally like. Like it, it, it's not just for kids. Like obviously, like we're all adults, we all enjoy the movie. But like, it's something a kid could easily sit and watch and have a great time with. This would probably terrify a child, but like, mm. it's it works so well. Like the animation was beautiful, score beautiful. I think this is one I need to rewatch because I definitely didn't appreciate it as much when I watched. It. I think the story just I didn't it didn't hit quite as hard as some of the other ones that I have above it did. Um, so I think I have it ranked lower than probably probably everybody else here. But like I say that it's still ranked. It's still in my top 10. Like it's still a great movie. Like I just, I think the animation and the score, like just, it's so beautiful. Like that it, even if the story didn't hit as hard for me as some others, like it, that just carries it to another level. Like it's, I remember just sitting there, like just in awe of like some of the scenes, like, like it just how well done, like how well it looked and all that. Okay. So Wait, what do you guys want? Sorry. Yeah. Can I if you have anything more? else you want to say, go for it. I was just going to say, because it made me think of this is that Asan as a character is really interesting because he could become this, like just kind of this figure piece to get to these really big story characters that we have, especially getting to like Iron Town and all that and that weird dynamic, but he's also a character in his own right. And I think the whole the whole factor of starting the movie with this like almost curse on him that he's trying to cure and and he's just basically never finding the solution, uh, not properly anyways. Um, so that's a really great entry point. I think it makes it ex- not necessarily accessible, not as much as some of the other movies, but definitely like a good way to introduce yourself into this world that's just so vast and there's so many things that you have to kind of get behind, especially on a spiritual level and understanding the way that the dynamics of these people and the how they coexist and not coexist at the same time. Um, I just think I should mention that because I don't think we touched on that. Because he is the he is the main character, but it's it's really about Ashitaka. It's just it's just different how they frame it. Um, yeah, I think the most interesting character is Lady Iboshi. Like I I just feel mm-hmm. like she has like so much characterization and like complexity to everything. Yeah, yeah she's she's really great. Um, Oh, best one to cosplay, by the way. If you're ever gonna cosplay a Ghibli movie, oh my god, the costumes in this movie are fucking fantastic. Um, uh, god, man, I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it. So do I. Okay. I, uh... I'm probably gonna go watch it, rewatch a Ghibli movie after this. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out which one. <laughs> we'll probably get to the end, and we'll we'll, we'll see. It's probably not your wig. Um, oh god, right. no! I, I, god, no. I'm kind of thinking Mononoke, honestly. Like, um, I, I haven't seen that one in too long, but um, as for, to be uh, up early, so that's be one of the so shorter ones. It's it's completely up the top for me. So whatever you guys, I was thinking S two. 
Okay. Anybody? Anybody at A? Personally, I put it top of A. Okay. What? Oh, I I. I keep my internet keeps cutting out in the last few seconds, but I personally would have it at like the very top of A. That's what I thought you were gonna say. Oh, I think. uh, Well, three of you guys have it in S, so we'll put it. This was my last of the S. Yeah. So. Okay. In in my own list. So it's like top of S, but based on or two A's, I think we have to. Um. It's still above Whisper the Heart for me, though. The I don't same, know if anyone else can agree with that. And it's 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 above all these, to be fair. But I think mm-hmm. if I'm fighting for anything, I love Whisper the Heart. I really do. But uh, yeah. okay. I still think Whisper the Heart should be higher, so I can't really I, fight yeah. where it's put on. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't I, be I upset by it. If Albert uh, is wants to put above Whisper the Heart, we'll put it there because I know. Are we are we rearranging that right now? Yeah. Oh, is that- I thought, I yeah. I, thought we I mean, okay. If if I I personally have a tired and whisper of the heart. Okay, so that's. But that's just okay. my personal. I do list. as well, but that's just by definition of being my favorite. So, like I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. I I have my takes. I know what I like, so I'm not fighting. Mm-hmm. Because I know I just, because, because how many how many so people many... have it above whisper of the heart? Yeah, I did. Three. So that's three over two. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I mean I have it above Totoro, but I don't think we're gonna. <laughs> well, we can. We'll get to that. I think. We, yeah, I, think I don't think. I don't, I don't think. I don't think you'll win that one. I don't think yeah. I'll win that one. Uh, I, I think okay. this is a good compromise. I think. I'm surprised I, how low you have Totoro, Cole. I'm just saying. I don't. It's the thing is, I fucking love Totoro, man. There's just so understand. many great movies on like on kids. Um. Yeah. There's. We'll, we'll get to the other ones because I think. Above it. I don't know. Okay. I have Totoro at seven, and I just like, and I it feels wrong having it that That's low, but like I can't put it. I, I have it at seven as well, Sarah. That's so. All right. So what's <laughs> what's next, Matthew? Right, next is my neighbor's the Yamadas. Uh, who's starting on this one? So Albert, yeah, you'll you'll start with this one. Um, this film is really cute. The bunch of anthologies. It's I I really adore the animation style. It it reminds me of um I don't think any of Matthew maybe Matthew will know, know. Um, but it reminds me of uh the like a cartoon called Sinchan that I used to watch when I was a kid. It's on the Indonesian cable, but it's a Japanese cartoon. Um, and I, I really, oh, yeah. I, I like, I like it. Um, it's, it's funny. I love the anthology series. Um, and the characters, like all the characters are pretty much like comical. So I really like that. Um, the one that I remember the most out of the anthology is when they left uh, the daughter in the ball. Um, that's one that I, that I remember the most for some reason, um, but I, I I I really like it. I enjoy it. I think it's 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 a fun anthology series. Cool. Yeah, this is the the most I guess the most recent in the Red Turtle that I've seen. So um, interesting to look at it. Um, it's I think your comparison is really good one, Albert. It's something very specific to you. The closest thing I can come up to for at least for me is like Peanuts. Um, it's it's closer to like kind of Peanuts and those kind of things. Uh, especially because of the comic strip nature of it being it's an adaptation from the comic strip, right? And so mm-hmm. you get a lot of that kind of, they feel like stories that vary in length and, and the anthology side of it is very much like not necessarily struck to the way a normal anthology movie is where you have a very strict structure, but length isn't necessarily as important. Here it's like they're all over the place and they can do pretty much whatever they want. And it's really it's really fun for that. Uh, Case Ra at the end is just like fantastic. I love that musical number. What a what a wonderful way to end that movie. Um, because yeah, whatever goes, whatever goes, you know. 
Um, the mall one, the mall story is great. Uh, I love like the 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 grandma or the the mom not wanting to cook and saying we should order sushi, and then the then the grandma starts to cook, and then she can't do it anyways, and then they order the sushi, and it was all just to get the grandma to get sushi. It's like things like that you just love to see. Um, it's, it's like heartwarming stories. Um, I like the way the the wedding the wedding bit was really great. Um, that that mm-hmm. kind of speech there, uh, at the, almost at the very end of the film. Um, yeah, it's 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 so hard. I, I, um, in in Japan, it was kind of a not like a failure, but like a little bit of a box office bomb, uh, which is really hard to see because I think, although this might not necessarily be a uh, you know uh, financial success like some of these other ones, it's very much a critical critical success in my heart uh, because right. it's doing it's doing almost everything that Takahata is great at, um, and and doing it in a style that's just unique. Um, for a uh, first uh, movie that's done digitally as well, which I think is really interesting, especially because the art style is very much uh, hand drawn. It feels like that way, uh, but it's very much to get some of the colors, as I understand it. Uh, that, that, that it was just a stylistic choice. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of specific thoughts, I guess, because I've seen it recently. But I, but I'll just leave it at the fact that um, if you if you were like if this was your favorite, like. I'd respect you because it's just, there's something about it. that's just like, it's really great. It's like kind of pinnacle of animation uh, because it's like the root of it almost. Um, um, and also, it's also just like stupid pun and dad jokes too. And like, it's all different kinds of humor. It's like, that's kind of why I love it as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I did half and half on this one. So I watched half dub, half, half sub. Not usually what I like to do. <laughs> uh, I was just kind of interested because um it took, this was one the reason why I took this one so long to watch is because I it's just the structure of it really threw me off, especially in Japanese at first. So I started dub, and then I, when I said okay, I'm at a good point, I just finished it subbed. Not that crazy, but the the dub cast is still pretty good. I think Jim Belushi there is is a really great mm. choice. Um, so yeah, I'll just leave it at that, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I don't have a ton of thoughts on this one. It's it's. It's, I mean, it was fun, cute. I, I don't remember much about it. I didn't think it was like, I don't know, super memorable. I think the most that stuck out with me was her being forgotten in the mall. Um, but I don't know. Other than that, it just uh, isn't my favorite. I think the humor being all over the place and like the dad jokes didn't resonate with me uh, as much, I think. Um, I'm, I'm normally a fan of, I feel like, I don't know, different types of humor, uh, I guess, rather than like overly comic-y humor. I, like, I don't know, at least in currently. Um, and when I watched it, I think so. Yeah, uh, I I mean, it was solid, but not uh, not one of my favorite Ghibli movies, I'd say. This one is interesting just because I honestly can't remember any, like, actual criticisms I had of it, but, like, I don't have it very high in my ranking. It's, like, Same. I think I have... I don't remember where I have it exactly, but I, I did think this one was really funny. Like, it's just... I think it was just... It was good. It just didn't feel like anything super, super special for me compared to the kind of movies that we've already talked about, especially with how many are already in S tier. But, like, I think it, like... I know some people mentioned it, like the mall story. I, I was laughing. I was laughing really hard at that one. I love that one. 
But like, yeah, there were just a lot of elements. I think the humor really worked for me here. Um, and I thought it, like the animation style, like I like, I appreciated seeing something a little different from what I was used to. And uh, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have anything bad I can say about it. It's just, I, it's been a few months since I had seen it. I've seen, like I said, like watching all the Ghibli so close together for the first time. Like, I think that some of them just started to blend together in terms of like, <laughs> criticisms I had. So it's like, I, that's where the rewatches are really going to come in handy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one, I know I watched this as a kid. I, I know I watched uh, the TV show as well. Nono-chan. I, I know, I know watched some of those episodes, mm-hmm. but like, uh this movie i just found really delightful like i really like the family dynamics that they have with each other the animation uh like i just really love the stylized animation and uh like mall story is my favorite as well it's the one that stands out or is more memorable to me uh and then just this portrayal of just very basic things in life i i find really enjoyable Okay, so that's everyone. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I was trying to find out. I think I think the the same comic strip is eventually adapted to a to a show, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm sure that would differ. I'm curious to watch it. Um, uh, it's like B for me, but but you know I'm not gonna. I don't think I have a lot to to defend here. I think it, it is what it is. Um, so you know B B for me. Yeah, I'll put it, I, I, I go with B. I'll put it at a C. I think I would put it in B. It still hurts sad poor Nero, so it's C, so it feels weird to say it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna, but I don't want to punish him because of that. Uh, yeah, That's my yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna punish it because of that. So I, I would have said B. I would have said C, but it looks like it's outnumbered a bit. So. Okay. Yeah, let's do C's again. I would still have Mouse Cup on it. That's that's what I'll say. I think yeah, I think I have Nazca about the yeah. So yeah, I think that's good. Oh god, do I have to talk about the big one? Uh yeah, you are <laughs> okay, okay. Uh spirited away, the big one. Yeah, uh <laughs> or like the one that's definitely the most successful, I would say, out of out of all yeah. of these movies. Um, internationally speaking as well. Uh yeah, it's great. Uh, there's really no denying that. I think um, the way I akin it to is it's almost like the it's almost like their version of Alice in Wonderland, um, which I think is really interesting because it's better than Alice in Wonderland. It's uh, much far. better than Alice. Uh, <laughs> but the story structure is kind of similar in that way, where it's a little it's a little disjointed, and it's definitely not a Western story structure. Kind of going back to uh, Mononoke there, where uh, Miyazaki just does what he wants, um, and I think for that it has a lot of great moments. Uh, Bathhouse obviously is some of the is some of the best sequences in the movie, uh, and then as we kind of get along, kind of the drama of it all, it really develops. Um, famous, sorry, I, I, I'll say famously, I'm not like the biggest defender of this movie, just because it's one of those ones I feel like it's it's it is great. I know it's great, like so I feel like everyone's gonna have a lot to say on it. So I think I'm just going to leave it to everybody else here. Uh, but if I come up with anything else that is not mentioned, I'll, I'll chime in, I guess. But it's great. It's great, man. 
Oh, shoot. That was going to kind of be my uh, uh, plan. <laughs> I'm kind of. Everyone, everyone do that. Like, yeah. Well, well you know, know what I'm going to do. So yeah. I know. I, I honestly, yeah, we're just waiting for Matthew to get Yeah, I'll let someone yeah. else play it. Because, I mean, like, I'm I'm with Cole here. Like, I think it's, it's like one of their like classics. And I think for that reason, I had like so epitomized it as like the Ghibli movie that I felt it was kind of almost overrated in that way. Like, like I had so much expectations that it then maybe like, too, maybe me too, Sean, but yeah. there's something I just, I can't deny it. Like, you know, you just no, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's really tough. That that's way. what I mean. It's still like a really good movie, but that's why it's not personally like one of my, I don't know, personal favorites. Like it's still a, obviously a very like one of their top movies. Like, I mean, everybody acknowledges that, like, but as a, on a personal level, like I think the weight of those expectations of it being one of their most highly rated and lauded movies almost like made it a bit, hard to live up to i guess i yeah a bit, a bit daunting right yes yeah, yeah yeah so i i, I think i yeah i feel like it's just suffering from that and it it, it shouldn't like i unjustly so i think because it's still a very um like amazing movie and the main character you know i'm trying to blank it on Chihiro. Chihiro. Uh, no, no, no. sen chihiro or sen chihiro thank you thank you um such a like really good interesting protagonist and um like the journey she takes like very unique definitely better than alice in wonderland uh, <laughs> but yeah i, I don't know what i'm telling you alice in wonderland is still a five-star movie okay no, oh matthew okay y you have to pick one or the other here that's all <laughs> i'm saying come on what? anyone who I knows mean... me knows which one i pick <laughs> Okay, Again, the design of, of a lot of these, I think, like the characters and the unique, uh, like. Oh yeah, we didn't, I didn't really talk about the character. Like No Face is just like. Oh yeah, iconic yeah. that's what I mean. Too. Yeah. Again, it's like Mononoke level character design and like uh, animation and things like that. So, uh, I mean, I appreciate it. It's just personally, you know, one of my favorites. Uh, I mean. That like like I've already explained, it's a bit difficult to like fully appreciate as much as I think sometimes it's like given in terms of the culturally like significance. Um, this is uh this was the first Ghibli movie I watched. So like, I I think I mentioned earlier, like I didn't watch any Ghibli until around 2020 i think so like if i had nostalgia for anything it would have to be this one because it's the first one i saw but it's not really nostalgia but like i this one i it's hard to deny how beautiful it is like it's just such a well done movie i i don't know how much i can say just because it is the first one i haven't had the chance to rewatch it yet but i do have this really cool poster on my wall you can't see it too well from here but i got it for like the poster sale they had a wall that they had a walk at the beginning of the year was that was the like, japanese poster right there it's are a bunch of black background right yeah yeah sort of okay yeah yeah nice yeah i was like i saw that it was like there were a couple really cool ones i was stuck between that one and a totoro one and i was like 
Oh, I didn't mention earlier. Oh, no. Kiki I wish has I a great poster, by the way. Kiki is just basically her. The Japanese poster is her at the bread counter, like on just like this. That. Yeah, it's I love that. The best, poster. the best, oh, one of the best Ghibli posters. That's sorry, awesome. I had to bring that up. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, this. Uh, I think the No Face is like one of those like characters. Like I did, had not seen the movie until like two years ago, but like I knew who No Face was before. It, like for a long time before that. Same with Totoro. Those are like two characters that I knew. Like, so like I think it's definitely like a commercial success. Like I think, like I know because it was my first. Like it got me to want to watch the rest of Ghibli. So like I hope like that's like for other people who haven't seen as much that it can do something like that. Like so I think it definitely deserves a little bit for that because I know because especially for people who might not be used to the like anime style like. I feel like it's a really good way to get pe- more people interested in it, like, which I think it definitely deserves some praise for that. All right, Matthew, let's hear it. Okay, well, I'm not, <laughs> right, sure. not hyping you up. I just, I just. I mean, <laughs> do you want to go to me first or go to Albert? And no, go, go, oh, go, that's go to be you. A long one. nothing to say. Go to I you, because because I I have a lot of things. I I was in the podcast recently that talk about give to talk about Spirit Away specifically, so I had notes okay. for it. So I okay. I'm pretty sure I have something to come okay. up with as well. Okay. As what you say? Okay. Yeah. So this is my favorite movie of all time. I uh, watched this a lot as a kid. Um, like this is just a huge part of my childhood. And it's definitely one of the big movies that got me into animated animation in general. I think like this movie is what really made me a fan of animation. And, uh, you know, besides like all the Pixar stuff and like the other Ghibli movies that we've talked about so far, I think this is a really big one. Um, and then I think I, it just, I, I love this movie. It's the, the animation is gorgeous. I watched it in theaters uh, for uh, in 2019 when it came uh, in, to Wabash. And uh, it was just an incredible experience seeing it on the big screen. Um, every, you just like immediately feel transported into the world. And like the world is so unique with all these unique really spirits and uh, memorable locations as well. Like the abandoned theme park to like the bathhouse and the boiler room and like Swamp Bottom, you know, Zaniba. Us house is just like there. There's so many really great locations. I think the s- characters are all super memorable. You guys already talked about No Face, but I really like how simple Chihiro's design is. And then, then Yubaba and Zaniba, they're just like so complex, and there's so much like to their character and like the hair and like the face, the wrinkles, and like you really see that. And then obviously there's like Kamaji, where um you know with the eight legs and it's like so um moves around so much. It's so like you know with all the uh, herbs that he has and uh, the stink spirit, you can really just smell the stink off the screen. <laughs> like, just not, not, not the one we you watch it in, You watch it in 4D? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, it's just like, because of the way it's animated, you know, you really just like, so gross, but like also the environmental message, of course, like where Miyazaki as a child pulled a bicycle out of the river. And so like putting it into this movie is like, you know, because yeah. of his childhood. Uh, it's just a fun fact, and um, so it's sprites. <laughs> we we yes. talked about the sprites. I love the sprites. Great. Sprites great. Yeah, there's so much personality to them. Like when they're like breaking the spell, and so they're like copying her actions, and like you know, it, it's just so funny. I really love that moment. <laughs> and then, right, um, 
Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. No, I, I, not done. Yeah. I'm not done. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying. I just, hey, man, listen, we could literally talk for hours about this movie. That's my only. This point. is the movie that I'm going to be talking about the most because it's my favorite movie of all time. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. That's uh, totally valid. <laughs> and I, I just, I also love Chihiro's journey and like how she starts out is like really, she's like whining a lot, you know, in the car and like, uh, then she goes through this journey and you you see how these characters and like how she grows and learns to kind of just like contribute to society with you know what she does in the bath uh house and really becomes more confident at the end uh i, I one of my favorite scenes and everyone's going to talk about like the one on the train uh where like you know with no face but I, I think one of my favorite scenes is where she's like eating the rice cake or whatever it's like a yes the, and then she just starts crying and it's like yeah it's just such a beautiful scene and really yeah i I, she's like going through so much in this movie but then uh, you know you 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 see that moment i I feel like it really sticks out um i also love that there's just there's no villain again there's characters with their own motivations and like you know even though yubaba puts this curse on her there's like you know there's not really a, a, a clear like villain or anything like that uh yeah if we're taking our comparison alice in wonderland she's not like queen of hearts like it's very different Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah Yeah. very much like and then and then the whole dynamic later on where she kind of yeah the whole it changes yeah it's all changed up on you right i mean that's the thing it's great Mm -hmm. um so uh then then johasaishi's score it's there's oh oh, beautiful score (laughs) somehow it's not my favorite in ghibli but we'll get to that Okay. It's a very like, close. It's a very close I, second. I, know, I will. I, I think I know which one it is, but we yeah. haven't talked about. It. Uh, Earwig in the witch, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you hear the first notes, and then it's just like, yeah, I know what movie this is from. It, it's amazing. It's incredible how he is. Joe Hisashi is able to do that, uh, and then I think just something I never noticed as a kid watching it now is just like the themes of greed because like it's just the ideas that when Chihiro's parents first goes to the abandoned theme park and they're just eating the food without like anyone there you know it really exemplifies like this idea of like immediately they're eating like pigs and then it kind of just like there's also just the greed of the bathhouse workers when no face is like filled with gold and they're like running after it and I I think that's like really really interesting to include in this movie um I'll Pass it on to Albert now. I don't know if you have anything else because I feel like I watched. Um, yeah, no, just to add to some of your stuff, the the scene where she eats the rice ball and cries her eyes out. That's that's even better when you put into context that that is the first time she remembered her. Um, that is the first time she remembered her name from the card, and that's the first time she saw her parents again. So and, and so that's like the whole emotional moment for her. I really like that. Um, the train scene, obviously, it's like the the fact that the whole film is going through so fast, and then you take a time to just pause and literally no dialogue for like a few minutes, and just music and just the train and seeing people hop on and off the train is like so great. Um, uh, the soundtrack is good. We've already talked about that. I really like how Yubaba and Zeniba is literally an analogy of like uh a coin like two sides of the same coin of like they're literally look the same but one is like more they both have their own like 
um, nastiness, but it's it's they're like very different approach to each of them, and like even like Chihiro doesn't know the difference when they first met, uh, when she first saw which one is bad, which one is I don't remember which one's bad. Matthew, is it Zeniba or Chi- or Yubaba the one that's evil? Yubaba is the one that's bad. The contract yeah. owner, yeah. So when she first sees Zeniba, I was like, I, th- I thought it was Yubaba and everything. So it's like the whole like, idea just of call it. me Granny. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I mean. Kamaji is my favorite. Kamaji and Lin is my favorite character because they're like super protective to Chihiro, and I really, really like that. And like the, we were talking about the character design and everything. Um, and yeah, it's just it's a it's a very it's a it's a very mature film. It's very dark. It's very scary because uh, all the character designs and everything. And like all, again, the turnip, the turnip spirit, the jumping lamp that one, that's in the swamp. Um, so many the radish spirit. <laughs> Radish for it, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's very scary. It's it's a come yet it's a coming of age, and it's also it also works for kids. So that's what I love about it. And I'm gonna end my uh, our, my comment on this by taking a quick jab at Alice in Wonderland. Why this is better? <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, hold it's fully it's a dream. What's the fucking point? This one clearly there is a passage of time, and it really happens because you see the car in the beginning and the car at the very end covered by shrubs now at the very end so there it means it really happens although i'm curious uh whatever happened to the movers because they probably like well shit now the, the, the whole family is not here what are we gonna do with all this stuff so i want to see a sequel for that do it <laughs> dealing with the, awesome. dealing with the movers the dad the dad lost his job like oh, why did I spirit away where's yeah. our packages please <laughs> the boss of the dad is like where are you at work why are you answering my calls and like the whole it's probably like a whole it's thing. basically like memories of murder they're just trying to find them yeah <laughs> it's an investigation <laughs> but yeah. um, also the english dub is really good the v chase as chihiro is the same she's the voice of lilo and so it just mm-hmm. re- works really well like both are really great uh, see that takes that does take me out of it a little bit um i i remember I, and i get it that's just by association which really is just you know unfortunate circumstance i suppose if you really grew up with lilo and stitch like i did as well mm-hmm. like a lot of people did um yeah. so uh it, but of course of course you get used to it this it's not the biggest deal in the world. also, um, also yeah. additional comment particularly because cole pointed out with um uh, with the comparison to uh, Mononoke, mm-hmm. of how this thing's like not linear and Mononoke is not linear, both of these are original by Hayao Miyazaki, so maybe that's like saying something because the other ones are adapted and everything. So maybe yeah, with how he does stuff. I hate I hate to take your point and kind of sour it a little bit, but my but my also addition to that is that uh, this is a good yet bad example of how he doesn't know how to end a movie, in my opinion. Like I, like it, it works, that. it kind of works okay here because it's it's like. It's almost like the storybook level where it's like, oh, there's a fable kind of message to it all, right? Like you, mm. you have, you, you, she's not choosing between the three. She, she realizes what the trick is, right? Um, and, and so in that way, it's like it's like the exception to the rule here, but it's still doing the same thing where it's like, okay, we gotta get out of this somehow, right? Um, there's some, there's, and I'm sure, I'm sure Matthew and Aubrey could write dissertations about why they disagree on this, but. Um, but for me, it's 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 also charming in that. That's an example of how it doesn't know how to end it, and yet it's still charming despite that. Um, hmm. Versus something like uh, like we we're talking about with Porco Rosso, where it feels like we need to do something. This is like we're doing something that also, also summarizes the movie in some ways. Um, so 
not necessarily criticism, just like a, a note, I would say, on Miyazaki's storytelling overall. Um, but on that note, I think we should rank this because I think this one is... Yeah, oh, Chihiro oh. and Haku's relationship yes. is great. Yeah, no. also, uh, I wanted to show my uh, cards just like very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. My, oh, I have a key. <laughs> my, I mean, it's like, I, I'm not like speaking on it. So it's just like visual. Sean, have you fallen quick, asleep yet? <laughs> no, I'm not. I, like, I, quick comment on Chihiro and Haku's relationship. The part where they reveal that he is the Kuhaku River, I think it's good. But I sort of, and I think it's sort of the whole mystery of it. They don't reveal everything. But if they had like a backstory of like Chihiro falling down in the river and everything, and then they call back in here, I think it calls also work in a different way. So okay. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It feels so out of nowhere. It's like you're the Kuhaku River. I fell in you when I was a kid. I'm like, yeah. No, I'm not falling. I'm glad they have such an appreciation for it. No, no, Sean, you're good. I just they're running so long. I'm just yeah. like I'm just like pointing out that we're all we're all enjoying it lovingly. But it's, no, actually, it's, yeah, I mean it's it's it, but it's fine. Yeah, S tier, uh, S tier. Uh, yeah. Um, it it wow. Uh, it listen. Uh, it's 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 top of A. It's like the toppest of top of A for me. Okay, <laughs> I want to be clear about that. Uh, but it is still A for me personally. It's not oh, going to matter because I think everyone's. Else I don't know. Is. I I I piggyback on A. I'm okay with that. Sarah, oh no. Oh, I have Sarah it at S. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Right. We're not. Oh, so okay. So here's the question: Where does it go in S? Because to me, it it, it can't go above Kiki's for me. But but that's where I stand. I mean, it's, I have it it's hard because Whisper the Heart's at bottom I know, S, I know, but I know. I, I know K would be up there yeah. for me too, and Whisper as well. It's all. Yeah. Like, I, I have it above every other movie in S tier. It is ninth like, it's in my, my ranking. Yeah. Right now. I don't want to. What did Sean say? It is ninth, ninth in my ranking right now. Oh, oh, never mind. Sorry. Four, five, <laughs> it was ninth for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like seventh of my rank, technically. Or um, can I get it there? Let me see. Hold on. It is with what we have now. I want to keep it there because I personally like it's six. Actually, wow. Mononoke, Totoro, and Whisper of the Heart better. But where this I mean, I, I, I yeah, that would be I personally for me. But I can't feel like I feel like with those two loving it so much, it, it'd be really a shame. Yeah, that yeah. There. That's what. <laughs> So I that's think why I, I think my compromise is about and Albert and I are higher, right? I think yeah, like so Sarah. Sarah. I would say ignoring where Whisper of the Heart is, I would put it at us uh, top of us because I have it at number three. Okay. So, it just yeah, hurts I mean, to have Whisper I, the listen, Heart if, so low. If I if I cannot get Kiki as number one, I'm gonna fight for Spirit Away as number one then. That, that's, that's fair. fair. That's those fair. those are my top two. But that's why that's why I'd put it right there, like below Kiki. But 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 like I'm not, it is it is the best. I I'm think saying. I have spirit might away above Kiki. Yeah. So should uh, we put it above Kiki's then? I'm just I'm surprised Kiki's that high to be honest. Like I love Kiki, but I didn't think it was gonna be. That I think the second. craziest thing is that depending on how we, because it's I feel like it's gotta go above grave in general yeah. for, for most people. I don't think anything else is probably gonna get above grave, but I don't know. But but that's what I'm saying is it. it it's I, just, it doesn't I feel guess. weird that Grave would be at the top of the end of it. It's just like if you guys are okay with us putting so it. So it should probably lower Grave below like Kiki or something, I think. Is that what um, you're saying? 
I no. was not saying that. I see Kiki is <laughs> surprising to that it's that high for me. Listen, I would be fine leaving it the way it is right now, but I'm gonna let people, other people, decide at this point. Are so, you guys opposed to us putting it at the top? No, I'm fine with this right now. I I don't know. I think the closest I could get is above Kiki. I I'm fine with it above Kiki actually. Yeah, I do have it above yeah. Kiki, but I think I like Grave of the Fireflies better. So that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Then okay. we will lock it in. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. By the way, by the way, either one you could swap either one, Grave and Spirit Away, and you would have a, you know, a terrible and also great time. Uh, I don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, Excellent yeah. pieces of animation. Either way. Matthew had to show off his cards really quick. I have these uh, Kiki Soul Research cards. Yeah. I will have the back of them. <laughs> and then I think I have the same one. I got these from Disney. In- oh, okay. Probably I got these from one Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got mine from Japan. These are so cool. <laughs> if, you, if you ever want to from watch the airport. video, watch the John Lasseter videos with Ghibli. It's really hard to watch now, but they're really interesting. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's next? All right. So next we have The Cat Returns. Uh, Who's up for that one? Oh, no. I don't care. Who's up for that? I think it's, it's Sean. Sean. Oh, Sean. Sean. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, got, I got stuck with Ocean Maze. You get stuck with Cat Returns. I've gone so lucky this whole time. That you guys getting screwed. I got a yeah. I got a, one good one, and then like Pom Poco and this. Pom Poco's good, man. Shoot. I've literally yeah. gotten my top two because I'm I'm starting for Howls. Oh no! What oh no! no Sean, right, what do you think about the Cat Returns? It's not that good. Can I can I ask Sean? Did you watch this before Whisper? Because I always liked asking that question. Because I, I need to check. Okay, because I don't think it adds much context, anyways. Like like you don't. It's it's basically just transplanting that character into a new story, anyways. I um, think I watched it before. Well, it's, you know, because... it's one of the stories that um, Shizuku writes, right? You know. Yeah, that's the idea. It's supposed to be, yeah, it's supposed to be a story that she's writing, and then that's the story that they're telling. But also, like time changes, anyways. So like, there's time. Like, it doesn't. It wouldn't make sense if you think about it on like a chronological level. Um, mm-hmm. So I did watch this one before, wow, two days before. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it was when I watched Ghibli movies. We them basically um so i get what you mean sarah about them running together a bit <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway uh yeah this one i don't know like there's it's i didn't like the design of some of the characters it i thought i don't know sometimes like i i get how some people could think it's like fun like but to me, it was just like ridiculous and absurd in like not a good way. I think, like, it just took it too far and was like, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain because some of these things could be positives for other people. Like, I think my roommate or my old roommate, one of them, loved this. Um, uh, but yeah, for me, it didn't really work. I just felt like it was too like, I yeah, I think. I needed the context and even with the context, I feel like it's not the most interesting story to follow. Like about like basically, I can't even, I don't even 
I don't even know if I can remember. Like she was turned to like a cat, like like something like that. I mean, this random cat king. Like it's. I was not having as fun of a time. Can, with can it. I just ask? I don't. I, I, I'm not saying like whatever we're whatever on time. Does anyone honestly have any like definitive thoughts on this that they want to share? <laughs> because I feel like to me this is like the most mid of these movies, and I don't feel like we need to do the roundtable here. So this, I'm okay with movie, that. I. Watch this as a kid, and so I just like really like it. I think it's a ton of fun. Uh, Carrie always, Tim Curry are really good. I I wish I'd seen it as a kid. To be honest, I, I would have liked it. I'm sure, but it's a super kid centric, a super kid demographic film. Yeah, I think I just have like super strong nostalgia for this, and I still have fun because of that nostalgia. Yeah, I I'm 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 conceding that I get that other people could have fun. I think this one is is like childish in a way that offers less to people as an adult i think now i don't know if you agree still matthew but from someone who saw it as i guess a youngish adult like whatever it didn't impact me as heavily as i feel like i would have liked it you know as someone who saw it pretty recently too it just doesn't like it's it's not like insulting because like as much as i love whisper the heart like it's so different like it's not even really we're not talking about but yeah, Cole's right. I don't really have definitive thoughts on this, other than I wasn't didn't really like it that much. So we can just quit rapid fire through that. I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, Albert, well, I I I liked it. Okay, I think on rewatch, I find it a little bit a little bit more charming the second time around. I think the English dub is actually better than the <laughs> Japanese dub no. because of because because, because of Carrie Elways and Elliot Gould. I yeah. think I they're fantastic. Like, oh no, I upset oh that Sarah. Okay, first of all, I don't um, think Anne Hathaway is great in it at all. I no. think she's really I didn't mention Anne Hathaway, did I? Huh? I know yeah. you didn't, but you're, you're mentioning. <laughs> okay, listen. Elliot listen. Gould, come on. I, okay, but like, oh, what's um, the, what's the guy from Conan? What's his name? He's also one of the cats. Andy, Rick, Andy Richter. Andy Richter. I mean, come on. It doesn't even like it doesn't add anything, man. I so, I think the dub is better because of those because of Elvis and Elliot Gold. I stand by that. Up to you, what you want to say, Cole. I think this <laughs> film is very again very child centric in terms of like the target audience because it's like super lighthearted and everything. Um, but there are some stuff that I still don't find too much uh, like enjoyable. Some some of the cats are annoying. Um, the the chubby tubby cat I forgot his name is like Moon something Buster Moon. No, that's Sing. Uh, it's something else. Um, He's like kind of annoying, and like the whole tantrum prince villain of the cat is kind of annoying, and everything. Um, but yeah, I think there, there are some good visuals. Yeah, Muta, Muta, that's right. Muta's a fat cat. Muta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Muta's annoying. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I they're, just like they're fun characters. I like the characters. Mm. B tier. Um, no, no. no. I, you know what? Wait, can I, I say something D, real quick since D. my internet nope. cut out? Oh, yeah, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah haven't got a chance. Sarah, yes. Oh, um, yeah. I, I went into this movie really excited because it was a short movie about cats. I came I out of it. I saw your review. It's so funny. Yes, it is ready. I came out of it being like, what the fuck is going on? I was, It was so <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> is it really that weird? Yes! It's okay. Weird. I mean... It's so it, yeah, I guess it is weird. It just it's feels like story. Just like it's just like weird storytelling. Leaving like, her yeah. real life to go marry a fucking cat. She save a cat. The cats want to pay them no. by marrying or entering her. I just want to hear where Matthew had put this because yeah, I think he's the only one who said he. It's not. It, it's so. not a B tier. Let's be honest. It is. I don't, well, there. 
I agree. I think uh, it's not better it's, than Porco Rosso. It's D for me. I'm, I'm not course D. correcting, but it's still D for me as well. Yeah. Like I, I, I think, I think it's better than Ocean Waves because there's some, there's some good visual stuff in there. Um, even if the line work isn't that great, I think that's another thing. That's I think the style of it having. I don't no think it's better than identity. Ocean Waves. <laughs> you don't think it's better than Ocean Waves? No, it's worse than Ocean. I'm getting confused, but it's worse than Ocean Waves. Okay, okay. Well, I was just going to add, I don't think the style has a tone. Like, it doesn't have a direction or a tone for me. And, like, that's something that I go into Ghibli movies for. Like, it's such a big part of it. Uh, even if it's wild or, like, something different, we'll get to Earwig. Um, uh, at least it's doing something. Like, there's something. And this is just, like, I just don't, I don't think it has an identity to me. Yeah, which really same. hurts. Well, Rip Matthews nostalgia. I think. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so D for me. I mean, I was expecting it, but I still think it's a B tier movie. I know that. Fair. I, yeah. I get it. I think. Well, not don't really, let us change your opinion. Not, yeah. Not trashing it. I mean, I could. So I, I could. I could see bottom of a C, maybe, but I'm uh, not. Let's really... just leave it at D. I think. Okay. D tier. Okay. Yeah, I would. Go Great. With the cat has returned, and now it's gone. All right. Um. <laughs> uh, Oh, here you go, Sarah. Sarah, you will start with Howl's Moving Castle. I hate Let's this. go. <laughs> I've gotten... She got... Oh. She, she, she lost internet oh, connection. No! Oh, no! All right, move this on. Matthew, let's go. <laughs> Never mind, she's oh. back. Fucking hell, my internet's... Oh, no. I think we're good now. Sorry, everybody started buffering. I was like, my internet better not die while I'm trying to talk about Howl's, but... I, I lost movie. I wanting to watch it because is she cutting in and out or everyone she else is like cutting in yeah, and out yeah. um how uh, let's see how we can do this um, i don't think she's coming back anytime soon she's frozen real bad okay okay um i could i could i'm i'm the least favorable on this i could start and then we could just ramp up so when she gets back because at least momentum that works, is that fine? yeah yeah I feel like that's fair. Uh, as soon as Sarah gets back, that we can swap to her. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So, um, a, a conflicted movie for me. I think. I think what's what's there's think, what's great yeah. about the movie. Oh, you find... doesn't want me to talk about. <laughs> okay, I haven't started Sarah, yet. Go. So, Sarah, just go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if any of what I said actually came through because. No. Okay, no, it should, didn't. You should start okay. Over, I, think. I just. This is yeah. This is my favorite Ghibli movie. It, I went into it wanting to watch it for Christian Bale voicing Howl, but uh, like I mean, he's my favorite actor. So like, if he's in anything, like I'm gonna want to watch it. So like, even if it's not the original cast, this is. I ended up loving it for so many more reasons than just that. Um, but like, I just the score. This is this score. This is the one that. I like more than uh, Spirit Away. It's just like when it was trending on TikTok for a little bit, I was very happy because like anytime it would just show up on my free page, I was like, I'm just going to listen to the score. I'm not even going to watch the video. Like, I just want to listen to the music. And and then... Uh, Merry Go Round of Life is so good. Yes. Yes. And then Calcifer. Uh, I love Calcifer. Like, I didn't know anybody else that was in the dub cast and besides Christian Bale going into it because I was so hyper focused on him that like when Billy Crystal showed I was like <laughs> oh my god it's Mike Wazowski and I, I I love this movie 
I need to rewatch it. Uh, oh my gosh! But... Sorry, Albert what? just the cat returned. <laughs> oh. um... <laughs> and then, but yeah, I was doing. And then, like the scene where like the eggs and the bacon are cooking, and they're yeah. using calcifer. I don't know those. Eggs look fucking delicious. Don't you want to eat eggshells? Like I, 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 I look at that. I'm like, I'm sure that those eggshells seem tasty. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely love this movie. This, I need to rewatch this one, um, purely because I love it so much, but also just because, like, it is my favorite. I want to confirm that with the rewatch, but I don't see how because I watched almost every other Ghibli after this one. I don't see how this one would drop all the like. I, I absolutely love it. I know. Eventually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, we call him the cat returned. We've already, we've already clarified this. <laughs> yeah, eventually, I want to try and watch every Ghibli movie subbed to just to compare. That's going to be a long ways down the road, but this is one that I don't think I'll ever want to watch subbed over dub just because of Christian Bale. I will say the the sub on that one is really interesting because it's like a Japanese boy band artist, right? <laughs> or like a really punky boy band artist, apparently. Uh-huh. Amazing. Um, so I feel like it translates for the character so well. <laughs> I think it comes out in the performance as well. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know people have said like certain Ghibli movies that they've had the chance to see in theaters. I want to see this one in a big screen so bad. What comes out this month? Right? Yeah. Wait, really? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it is part of one of the yeah. The Ghibli yeah films. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Wabash isn't doing Ghibli Fest anymore. I don't. Oh, damn. Uh, they yeah, did have it. Have your chance someday soon. I'll have to so, convince somebody to drive to Indy. That's fine. We'll figure. We'll figure yeah, it out. You'll yeah. have your chance someday. I'm sure. <laughs> Seeing your favorite Ghibli in theaters is a must. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I can say that. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Are you done? I just want to make sure because yeah, for time's sake, I. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, yeah, Howl's Moving Castle is the Mia's, or I, I guess just Ghibli in general, the one I watched the least amount as a kid. Um, but I, I think it's still, I, I still like it. It's not one of my favorites, but I, I think it's still a good movie because I, I just really love the world building of everything. Like, there's so many great characters. I, I really like, um, I think the, the cast is wild because Josh Hutcherson voices Markle. that's another one that threw me off yeah yeah Yeah, we're gonna get into this weird area with disney dubs where they start (laughs) just using disney channel actors and so Uh or like young child actors cough cough yeah it's just amazing he's like one of my favorites uh and then lauren bacall as the older version of sophie i think oh my god yeah i think it is lauren bacall (laughs) uh fantastic uh yeah it's it's wild. The closest we'll I, get to like a classic actress in in these movies, which is really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I think just there's so much unique. There's so many unique pieces to this world. Uh, the animation is stunning. I think, uh, but then it also has you know Miyazaki's classic anti-war sentiments, and I, I think it. Yeah, I I think it works really well. Uh, Howell and Sophie, really great relationship, uh, and. Yeah, I, I I like it, but it's not one of my favorites. Um, okay, hold on. Let me turn off the background <laughs> since it's my turn. Uh, okay, so um, sorry, I was AFK. I'm gonna put up the picture of it on my AFK. Uh, so I like everything about this film except for the plot. I think the oh. plot's messy. I think the conclusion is very rushed. It's very weird. It's the whole reveal of the turnip, and then the whole war is over. 
Um, but like I I like it a lot except for the plot, which is like kind of weird because like usually the plot is like the big part of it because like everything about it, the music, the animation, the character design, the characters, they're all great. I just don't think the plot holds up. It's a little bit convoluted, especially towards the end. Um, I said similar things about Mononoke, so I can't be mad. Fair. Uh, but yeah, that is... Uh, Again, visually it's great. Calcifer is one of the best characters. There are some gruesome stuff as well, like the whole sequence where he turns to a bird and there's the blood and everything. Um, Howls itself, uh, I think it's pretty like dark. And just the design of the castle itself is just like awesome. Um, but yeah, pretty much, pretty much the, my whole sentiment of the film is like I like everything except for the plot. That's it. So yeah. Another thing I wanted, I forgot to bring up, is that I like that the Witch of the Waste. You like when you get introduced to her, like you think she's like they're gonna be this big villain, and then like after you know throughout the movie, you like learn more about her as, uh, and I think it's really interesting. Yeah, and, and basically when she's just there, like tagging along at the end, it's really interesting. Um, yeah, Albert a little stole my thunder here because I kind of had a bigger point to that, but yeah, I think, um, I think the I think for me so. I think it's good. Um, I think some of the, especially all the Ghibli-esque things that they're going for are just well done here. Um, I think the way that it adapts Ursula Gwen's story is is quite interesting. It's different. Uh, this is one I know for sure takes uh, plenty of liberties on the story. Um, so ultimately that I think is to transplant a little bit of a um, commentary on the Iraq war. Uh, he's commented about this interview, so it's not necessarily like subtext here. But um, but in the context of the way the movie presents it, uh, it's it's a little awkward framing. Um, I think uh, you can't really ignore it, but also if you're just kind of in there for the ride, like it's okay, you know. Um, especially because a, a lot of the world building is like really fun, if not like a little confusing at points. Um, I think. I think what really works in this movie is the character moments. Um, I think that's kind of the thing that ultimately, um, if we're looking on a story level on a broader spectrum, it's not quite hitting those marks for me. But on a character level, um, Hollows is just like this angsty, he's just this angsty character that we really haven't seen in Ghibli in that way. Uh, maybe Ashitaka, uh, but not in the same level. You know, it's like such a different kind of, different kind of thing, especially with some of the grace that he has and the kind of the, the, ultimate madness he gets into a little bit of the transformation and, and whatnot um and yeah uh we love i love to see just like basically the main character being an old woman for most of the movie um i think it's such a really fun idea and something you don't see in animation in general uh especially because you know, we're catering to families go ahead i i messed up gene simmons voices old sophie lauren bacall voices the witch of the waste okay okay oh, yeah. that makes sense yeah. um so Oh, yeah, that does make sense. Okay, anywho, um, so yeah, um, I I feel like I'm not alone in this. I feel like a lot of people are, some people are really mixed on this one, and some people really love it. Um, I think the epitome of that is, like, for me, like, the mixed messaging, but then also seeing it live with a bunch of people, a bunch of people cheering at Hal's abs, like, or uh, <laughs> like, like, it's like stuff like that. It's just, like, it's very much, like, um, it's almost like how every angsty kind of piece of media is where it's not necessarily going to work on every story level because it's supposed to be a little angsty. Um, and for that reason, I think it's great. Castle is great, obviously. <laughs> um, great use of CG. I feel like we talk about CG Ghibli in a bad context here. I think it really works because the hybridization there is just really 
uh, fluid and nice, and especially the way they combine it with those fantastic backgrounds, which, I mean, every all the backgrounds in these movies are fucking fantastic. So, like, there's really no doubt about that. But here, it's like, they do some really good compositing work that makes it uh, impressive. So, I'll leave it at that. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say. Dang, I wish I talked about this instead of uh, whatever the, the, the cat one, because this is... <laughs> I got one. really lucky, and you guys yeah. got the. <laughs> this is actually the first Ghibli I saw, and I saw it with, uh, actually, well, Colin and a group of other people. I remember like years before I actually started watching the rest of them. So, it's kind of funny because I have like this the first one, and then like the first one once I started watching the rest, which I'll get to. But um, yeah, this is the one I've seen the most too. It's, I'm gonna put myself straight up in the like I love this one camp. It's like top five for me well actually i think i just moved it up in my rankings because i this is also the one i've seen the most recent and um it's kind of interesting because uh i think this is actually a really funny one too um but i was someone else i was watching it with said he'd seen it with like other language dubs or things like that and like the grandma's portrayal was very different like she was like silly in one but like the english version but in another i don't know but anyway uh the design of this one is again like one of my favorites like the whole mystical steampunk element um the like the characters of like calcifer and the turnip head are so fun and amazing like it's that kind of design that that i really like how they're like whimsical but also like the interesting serious mix uh i think i get what albert's saying about the plot a little but the chaotic nature of it doesn't really I don't know. I don't mind as much because it. I feel like it flows so well. At least, like just going from one thing to the next. Like it's it. So interesting that I don't mind as much. The characters I think are all really fun. How like which of the waste goes through that sort of transformation, and then yeah, you think she's bad, but then sort of like this weird old lady like, who has the powers like out of her, and yeah, having the character young but be old like such a unique sort of I don't know, transformation that makes things difficult for her throughout the, the movie and um howell is such a cool and interesting character as well i think um i don't mind having the uh, the ending either i think the the turn of head is such a funny reveal um, <laughs> and uh, i think it all ties together pretty well i mean that being like the sort of catalyst of like the war that it would solve it. Um, and yeah, I think that the whole like conflict of the, the, the moving castle um, being like propelled by sort of Calcifer and like how I, I think at the end when it gets sort of like more intense, I, I really like that. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I think uh, the one and like the memory is also really impactful um, as well. And I think this is probably just a, an example of like the whimsicality and mysticism of Ghibli at like its best, I think with the, the talking fire and the steampunk castle. It's like, I just love that whole world that it creates. The world building is amazing. So I, I this is one of my, my top upper ones, but yeah. Okay. Um, I'll start because I'm on the more negative Nancy side here. Um, it's like s- top C. 
Oh my gosh, dang it. That hurts. I'd say <laughs> at least. I can well, argue for bottom B, but that's where I, but, but I'll say top C. Is to, I'll, I'll put it at a B. I'll put it at a B for me. Okay. Yeah, I, I mine's top of S. This is my okay. favorite Kipley. I won it at S, but like I'm trying to think of the compared to like the rest of our ratings because this is not <laughs> at all close to mine. Um, Hold on, I changed my mind. I'm putting it at an A. I'd an be fine with an A. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I looked. I said B initially because I saw Nausicaa there. I was like, okay, mine lines up. But then I saw only yesterday. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. I gotta put it higher. <laughs> I'm sticking my gun. I still still see for me. I, I think it's like I would put it in A normally, yeah. but I would put it below Nausicaa. But I'm putting it in A for this. So is it A? I guess yeah, it yeah. sounds like, like I'm it in A, so I'm gonna keep it there, even though it's. I'm fine with top of A though, honestly. I yeah, me too. I I would put yeah. it as probably S. I have it above Castle in the Sky as well. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have it below Grave Not by much, but I don't. But I'm, I'll wow. I'll comp I think I'd compromise here. This makes more sense. Okay. I think that's the best compromise, putting it yeah. out of it. I think so. Knowing okay. that there's people here that aren't as high on this movie as some of us are. Yeah. I'll like take I, top I, of it. It is a fan favorite to a lot yeah. of people, so I really yeah. can't yeah. I really can't deny it. Yeah. Uh, because everybody has their opinions. Yeah, but it's not even it's like it's more than that. It's like there's something about this one in particular that just like resonates with people, something that maybe just doesn't for me, you know. Um mm -hmm. versus ones which are objectively like annoying or like you know yeah. flawed yeah. i think this is not that it's just it's yeah. like has its story flaws but i think it's, it's a little messy. No, it belongs to the canon of ghibli as much as everything else here so i think the messy is fun it's okay yes yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. the dark knight rises is my favorite movie do you think i care yeah. about messiness <laughs> yeah <Fair laughs> okay well <laughs> we can move on to the next movie which i will start with tales from earth sea yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not really gonna. Sorry, I'm just gonna start with like, I'm sorry, Goro. Like, I just feel bad for you in general. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we'll just start with that. Can we maybe yeah. speak on this one? If yeah, uh, I like uh, I'm not gonna have, have a lot to say. I'm just gonna say this was really boring and uninspired. It's like, yeah, it's trying to build an interesting world, but fails to do that. And it tries to have like these themes about life and death, and it doesn't work. And uh, yeah, I think. Okay. All right, go for it. Um, I don't remember shit about this film. I tried to rewatch it for I tried to rewatch it for trivia. Like I think I I think I stopped it like five, like almost fifteen minutes in. I was like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm not in the mood oh for it." Oh my god! Um, wow, yeah. Speedrun this. Okay, that's it. Really. Um, I'm gonna Wait, I'm, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a little bit uh, on this before Cameron Holtzman is back and uh, said do the cat returned. Do you, you not, not feel, feel joy? joy? Um. No, we just feel no. like I the bear the whisper the heart. You see a grave of the fireflies at the top of S tier. Yeah, I was gonna say, joy. you think this is, is this a joyous list to you? <laughs> um, so okay, so Tales from Mercy. Yeah, um, Goro is a director is just interesting history lesson in here, which is like he wasn't supposed to be, and like he was basically coerced into it, and now he is. It's really interesting. Um, yeah, uh, basically taking one of like the biggest fantasy stories that like meant to a lot to his father and then proceeding to make a story that's so condensed and like not not going for much is just really depressing 
um, because he's trying in some ways and he's not in others. Um, but um, it does look great. I think there's really – I don't think you can deny that um, because the house style is still here. And I, um, uh, the villain, especially at the end, has a lot of interesting character animation that I think I do have to appreciate. Uh, that being said, it is very boring. It is very much like here are the dragons. Nothing about dragons. Here are the dragons. Um, so Willem like, Dafoe adds a lot of life to it. But that's huh? Willem Dafoe adds a lot of life to. The uh, dragons. yeah. I well, that's another one that's awkward for me because I I watched this one subbed and it's a gender bent thing, so it's really oh. weird. Um, I don't know why they went Willem Dafoe. Uh, in my opinion, I think once you watch, if you watch the sub originally, it's actually sort of weird. Um, for me, uh, it's interesting and a creative choice for a villain, but because Willem Dafoe is great at that, but uh, yikes, in my opinion, I don't like changing. In this case, I don't like the change in this case. Um, um, yeah. Also, Cheech in the dub is bad too. That's like just really annoying. Uh, you know. Uh, one half of Cheech and Chong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that threw me off. Um, I don't even remember. I, listen, who cares? Um, <laughs> it's it's not great. Girl made a better movie. I'd rather talk about that. Better movie? Mm-hmm. What? What yeah. better movie? Sure. Oh, I'm up on Poppy. Then. He only has one good movie. So, uh, what, hold on. We might have some. Hold on. Wait a second, Sean. Wait a second. I. I okay. Anyway, I actually. Uh, saw this one and I, I think I rather liked it. And then I remember I, saw, I read the reviews and I was like, "What the heck? I did not get that at all." So I don't, I don't know why people hate it. To be honest, um, I think the animation is like stunning, and I think I liked it. Like, it was just like fantasy, and like, I don't think we'd seen a lot of just like straight dragons, like that whole world uh, in like Ghibli. Um, yeah, it's a little weird seeing high fantasy in Ghibli. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why I liked it. I was like, high fantasy, great looking, in my opinion. I don't think you can bash it. Uh, the story aspects, I guess, are what people don't like about it, which I don't get because I don't know. It didn't feel as like hollow, it's, uh, hollow as it seems to other people. Like the the last third act, I thought was pretty like suspenseful, and I liked um, like the I don't remember much of it to be honest, but like the battle that went down at the end. But I know I'm going to lose out on this one, and I, I, I think I need to rewatch it to like kind of get what people are saying. But I went in with no previous like bias or like knowledge, which I kind of would, and I do would rather do with movies. And I enjoyed this one. So um, again, I mean, I'm not going to like staunchly defend it because everybody else seems to hate it. So I mean, I don't, I just don't get it. My I'm, sister likes it. I feel so like that. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something because I didn't hate it at first, so I'm like kind of curious what I'm missing. But either way, it's I enjoyed it. I know I'm gonna obviously in the minority on that, so I'm not gonna, you know. But I'm fine because it's not like a. I just like that. It. It's not like a personal like favorite of mine, I guess. Well, Goro appreciates you. So Cameron Boltzmann said Goro Miyazaki is the worst example of nepotism in the film. Yeah, I, I do feel um, kind of See, bad. this is Cameron. This is why I would love to go on a history lesson for you because I don't feel like it's quite exactly what you think it is. Because, like I said, he's basically coerced into being a director by Toshio Suzuki. Um, and I think his father makes sure he doesn't. If, if, if it's nepotism, 
his father makes sure his life's a living hell for it. So, I mean, I'm not sure. There's great. There's a story about this movie where his he Miyazaki senior walked out the halfway through the movie, and uh, and yeah, just just was very irate. I feel so, so bad for him, kind of like. I do too. I do too. Um, so, uh, it's it is what it is. Sorry, who else hasn't gone? Or do we have anything else to say, really? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with Albert. I don't really remember much of anything from this movie. Um, I remember I tried to watch it one time, and then I fell asleep like 30 minutes in. And then, <laughs> then like a day or two later, I tried again to watch it. I started from the beginning because like I realized I remember nothing from those first 30 minutes, I, I don't think the rewatching helps. Why the fuck is there a dragon on this poster? The dragons are barely right. in the movie. Excuse yeah. me, I'm like, like no dragons. the whole time, the whole time, I was like, they made it seem like the dragons were going to be a main shit. focus. Like, this is what I mean. Like, it's so weird that, like, high fantasy, it's not, it's still in high fantasy. I care about the cat return. Sorry, Cameron. Listen, I get it. I get it, Cameron. <laughs> you will get their favorites. Uh, just Goro is a, I don't know if Goro fits that film, but um, yeah, man, jeez, yeah, this it's just I I really thought the dragons were gonna be a bigger part of the movie, and then when I was like, where the whole time I was like, where the fuck are the dragons? They're basically start tags and end tags, and that's it. Yeah, like, they're not really characters <laughs> at all. I think after this, I'm gonna rewatch this one to understand why people think it's bad. <laughs> um, I'm watching a good one. You might have to clockwork it to me, like put the eye things to make. Me... I think I put this bottom of D. Um, if F. I'm not being mean about it, yeah, probably bottom of D. <laughs> Please, can we put it above the cap turns just for my sake? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, it's um, bottom. it's below. I, I would not allow that to happen. Why no? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> It's just so boring. I would. I would. You know, I, I would. Think I would because I at know. least this has style to it. I think. I think the cat returns doesn't have that, and that's a big thing for me. Um, or visual style. I think least. memorability is pretty important. It's important, but I mean, I, the cat returns. I remember frames from this. I rather than cat I rather watch. I rather watch cat return twice before I watch Tales oh, yeah. from Mercy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah, I think you're the tiebreaker. I, I have it below Ocean Waves. Okay. Uh, okay. I might actually technically have it there too. No, I don't. Actually, Ocean Waves is my bottom, which is really interesting. We'll get there. I feel bad. Everybody's just shitting on the movie and Sean's like, 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 I really like more than, I mean, more than this one. I just, I think it's not um, that I'm like offended that people don't yeah. like it. It's more like, I just want to understand. <laughs> oh. <laughs> O-R-I-M-G. Boring. It's like I just saw it and I did not like have any of the same hatred for it that it seemed like everybody does. And I was like, "Huh." I'm glad you're. I'm glad you like the movie. Yeah. Seriously, I. I mean, that's the thing. I said I've heard a lot of people like really connect with this. Um, partly just wanna, it, but I guess not. So. I just want to get it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you never. It, it seems like I'm really like the only person, except for like one dude on Letterboxd. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it Goro Miyazaki? <laughs> no. no Goro doesn't even like this movie. See, that's what you don't that's what that's the funny thing is that like it's not okay. even like that. What's what's next, Matthew? I think uh to be nice, we'll start with Sean next. And Why? Uh, we're gonna uh the next movie is Ponyo. Yes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's give let's give Sean a bone here. So yeah, yeah. Uh when I said Totoro's my favorite movie, uh 
actually forgot about this one. Um, this is actually... <laughs> I forgot about it because I was so like excited to talk about Totoro. Um, this is actually first. Honestly, I think the two could go either way. Um, but this is my like personal favorite, I guess. Uh, Totoro is probably the, the best in my opinion. There, I'll say that. How about... That's a good, I think, distinction for me to make personally in my head. Um, but this one... Uh, so, as I mentioned, saw Howl's Moving Castle, and, like, years later, started actually watching the Ghibli movies, um, and I started with Ponyo, and me and my roommates watched it, and, like, one of my other roommates absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it, too, um, and it's just funny. We actually agreed on something for once, um, uh, but, yeah, it was just such a, like, fun sort of simplistic tale but didn't feel like simplistic in a, a, a sort of like degrading way like some of the movies i mentioned it was just like a really sweet night uh like little mermaid-esque tale but like way better um because like the again the design of like the the little dude with the walker thing like stuff like that is so fun like where he has to squirt water to like stay on the um on the like earth um is it's just stuff like that it's so whimsical and fun again and oh yeah liam neeson with the the dub there that <laughs> i think he did a good job um the whole like the the mom's really funny when she gets mad at like the dad for being con and i think that whole dynamic's really fun all the old ladies um are really funny as well it's just a fun time. Like, I really can't explain. I think the, the relationship between Sosuke and, like, Ponyo, uh, Brunhilde, or whatever, like, that is such a fun dynamic and um, makes for a really interesting story. Uh, like, the, the lady underneath the water, like, her mom is the coolest design as well. Uh, I also love the, I think, this chase scene with the water when she's trying to, like, uh, catch up with... Um, uh, Sosuke is like super cool, like um, like the the fish flying through the waves, things like that. Like it's animation like that that I think is so stunning. And what kind of like how Sarah said, you know, like there was the one movie that made her want to keep watching, like Spirit Away wanted to keep made her want to keep watching. It's like Panyo, like that. I was like, dang, I want to I want to see more of like, stuff like this. Um, some people I might think it's mid. I don't really see it because it's just like, I don't know, like I said, for some reasons, like really fun. Just a, it's like, it's such a cute movie. Like, I don't get how you, I don't, I don't know why people bash this so much. Like, it's, it's, I really oh, just could you not. Just you wait, Sean, just you wait. <laughs> Again, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm maybe not being as critical of it as I could because it was just so cute to me, but that's why I think it stuck with me because it just seems so harmless and like, uh sweet that i was like uh, and like the design everything i mentioned the music um all those things like i'll just add it up to to make it like probably my favorite now uh, and i've already I, i've seen it like twice again and it, i think it sticks but yeah this is an interesting one for me because like i like i do agree the story is a very cute story um i do like the animation here but like I think this is one that would very much benefit watching subbed for me just because Frankie Jonas and Noah Cyrus, I, <laughs> I, I like couldn't. Him. I actually kind of like him in it. It's not 
just like it's just I couldn't take it seriously. Like I could not take it seriously. Yeah. So yeah, like I was just, like that's anytime I'd be like, oh this is cool, I'm getting invested. The voices just throw me off so bad. Like it's, like I don't know. But like yeah, this so this is one that I think even just a rewatch dub, like I don't know. I think this is just one I think another thing is if I had seen this as a kid and then I probably would have liked it a lot more than just seeing it now for the first time when I was like, I don't know, about 22 or whatever. But uh, like, I think it's just something I probably would appreciate more if I had any nostalgia for it or like any sort of sentimental reason behind liking it more. But um, like, it's not that I hate it or like strongly dislike it. It's just, it's, I don't know. There's just no, like, it's just kind of there for me. Um, this, the last time I watched this movie before today was in theaters. Uh, and so I was like, I had to rewatch it cause it's just been so long. Same. And I think it's really cute. It's a very cute and wholesome movie. Uh, I think I really like the relationship between Ponyo and Sasuke. Like, I just feel like they're, they have a really sweet dynamic and like, you know, the care that they have for each other and you just want to like take care of this fish. It's, it's really cute. I, I think. The movie drags a little bit. It doesn't have the same magic as some of my favorite Ghibli movies, but I feel like it's still entertaining. Like it's a very simple story, but I I feel like I, I still, uh, enjoy it. And I think the movie features some gorgeous visuals. Like the water animation yeah. is just mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And like you talked about the mother, and I think that's gorgeous as well. Like, the the ham and the food too. Ham. <laughs> <Damn>. oh. <laughs> At least it's an English dub. Yeah, it's funny too. I forget to mention that. Uh, also, check Discord. Yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> check it. Nice. And okay, I'll I'll continue. Is, is Matthew done? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I think I think Ponyo have really, 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 really great visuals. Visually, it's stunning. I have the same issues I have with this as the Cat Returns. I think it's very it's too much leaning on the childish side, um, not enough maturity to the story, in my opinion. Um, I think the world is cool. Um, I think the design is cool, but I just don't love it. That's all. Oh, cool. All right, great. <laughs> um, yep, pretty much going to piggyback on that. But but I think more so that there's like, there's like weird takes online about it where it's like the flooding is like ridiculous because... Uh, like, like the town is basically ruined and yet like everyone's so happy. Like, I'm not even bothered by that. Really. I'm not. What, what gets me is that, um, I think it's just, a, it's, it's just a little muddled by like, ultimately not having like the mystical side of it's great and all, but there's, there's a lot that just isn't well explained, I think. Um, which isn't necessarily like a bad thing, but for, for the way that they, like choose to target this audience it's like it's really interesting I'm, I'm not sure why if it's more of a matter of time and like just telling the story that he wants to tell here um or just like this case by case i suppose um i love the art in this one in particular they went back to a lot more hand-drawn style um so there's a lot less like interpolation in there so it's very much like feels sketchy and like a little you know inconsistent and like that's kind of what makes it great. Uh, it's probably the closest Miyazaki will ever 
get to that. Um, so uh, fun fact, he said this was a love letter to Goro. Um, I think that's really weird because as an absentee father, um, not sure what you're getting at there, but, but okay. Yeah. Um, anywho, um, anywho. So, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's one of those ones, I think, along with Howl's, where it's like, I didn't necessarily grow up with it as a kid, so I don't have that connection. I feel like people that do are just going to mm-hmm. have that. So we got to respect it in some ways. But um, but I'm not going to go out here and be like, it's revolutionizing everything else that these other movies are. Um, but it's still, for if you were comparing it to a lot of the shit in kids' media, it's definitely a lot better than most. I'd rather give this to a six-year-old than like, you know, Coco Melon or whatever the fuck they're watching. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a little... Paw, there, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah, definitely gosh. more than Paw Patrol. Um, and, yeah. Oh, the transformation stuff is cool, though. I will say. it's. It, I love the gradual kind of... It's a little weird, too. <laughs> I do like that. Um, I like a little weirdness in some of these kinds of movies. Um, I, 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 but I don't feel... The take of, like, it's bad because it's a kid's movie isn't really what I'm getting at. It's, it's that, like... It's that like in the kids movie format, it's not doing that like well enough for me to like get behind it. Even though mm-hmm. I think, even though I think Miyazaki thinks that you are, but I, but I don't think it does enough to get there. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it's still great Ghibli, so hard to argue about it. That being said, wait, am I the last one? I forgot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, um, let's see. Yeah, I'd probably put it C. Yeah, I would put C. Um, <clears throat> um, bottom C actually. Sorry, bottom C. Let me be clear. Well, I should clarify. <laughs> yeah, bottom I like, C. I, I like Porco yeah. and Pom Poco more. I'm sorry. So do I. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. yeah. That's that's fine with me. Bottom C is fine with me. <clears throat> John, how how much are we gonna? Because if, uh, if you're really an S, like I feel like we should at least. What? Yeah, we have to take that oh. into account somehow at least. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's super weird because, like. I, 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 I mean, I don't know. We have so much at S. Like, I'm not. I, I don't even. Like, I'm trying to think of where I would put it in respect to this ranking. Like, with weighting, however, the things we have, like, um, because like, I yeah. I mean, it's it's my favorite, but like, I'd say at least I want it above. I don't know. Um, yeah, at least above that, I guess. I definitely, I mean, I definitely like it better than Porco. I feel like we could be a little yeah. crowd pleasing and say that's Yamada's, okay. I don't feel yeah. that. Above Yamada is about as far as I would be willing to. <laughs> yeah. Like, I will say that. Albert, are you actually against that? Um, That's fine. Okay, cool. All right, then we'll move on to Arietti next. Uh, Who's up for we'll that? go to Albert. This. Okay, Albert. Okay. Um, Arietti. Uh, I like this one. I think this one's kind of cute. Um, the whole aspect of the 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 small borrowers and their shrink shrunken lives compared to the human sized adults and everything and the whole the whole thing. I think is just a really cute, really cute story. And like, I always like seeing that's like that perspective and style. <clears throat> um. I mean, it, it's pretty much it's so, it's sort of like a survival story, right? Because being ambushed by like a giant, sort of, I guess, and like you have to escape and run away, and they found another like tribe. Um, so it's I I like I like that. I did watch both the 
did I watch the Japanese dub? Maybe I didn't. Maybe I only watched a sub. But the sub that I watched, not no. Maybe I I didn't watch the sub. Maybe I only watched a dub. But the dub that I was wasn't the David Henry Bridget Mendel oh. one. Oh, I oh, wait, yeah, because because <laughs> this is such a weird thing because in the UK it's Tom Holland and Saoirse Ronan. And it's awesome. I I've tried to find this dub in the states, and I yeah, I want to watch that one. I, I, watch I was gonna say I'm gonna have to VPN this stuff because yeah. <laughs> Uh, David Henry and Bridget Medler, uh, not great, um, <laughs> not great. Um, especially, I don't like David Henry, so that doesn't help. Um, and Sarah has laughed so hard she is frozen. Um, okay, but anywho, sorry, I, I piggyback on that, but I just wanted to mention that because there is some oh, difference. For that, some that's people. fair. I'll, I'll, I'm just, I'm just gonna end on that. I think I think the British dub is pretty solid. Um, because I think Mark Strong is there instead of Will Arnett. I think Will Arnett's still dad, right? In the Disney Dubbers mm-hmm. than someone else. Yeah, but, Jesus. but yeah, I think it's, 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 so, much, it's so, so much better. better. Will Arnett's good. Mark Strong's yeah. better. So. Um, no, that's fair. I haven't seen it. I, I just think Will Arnett was good. <laughs> I've, I've seen clips from the other version, and I was like, okay, that doesn't, that doesn't work. Well, we well. all know what your favorite <laughs> dub is, Albert, and that's when Marnie is there, right? Um, yeah. I think I think that dub is okay. I, that's not my favorite dub. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I think my, my favorite dub is probably still Kiki. Probably, uh, Kiki's great. Kiki's great. Yeah, my um, house to be howls. I'm <laughs> obligated to say that. Mine's probably Totoro. I think Totoro has objectively the best dub. Yeah, um, um, sorry, am I up right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll be kind of quick on this because I did see this recently. Um. It's one of the I was dreading, and I kind of basically came to the conclusion that it's fine. Um, it's like it's the story. The story itself is like whatever, but I think the characters are, are interesting. Or I should say the character. I don't think the boys that interesting as a character is <laughs> there. Um, but Arietti as a as a as a person as someone trying to figure out themselves, I think it's it's pretty interesting. Um, definitely, yeah. I uh, Yonobayashi has done on has gone to do more movies than this, and I think. Uh, I think we'll get to Marnie, but I think he. This is definitely a stepping point to go oh, on to something greater, um, and I think for that reason, it's a little forgettable. And and even even it being based off of an existing story doesn't really do much. Um, yeah, I mean, the style's fine too. Like it's it's it is it is that. Um, um, but I know a lot of people like was this one of the first Ghibli's as well for some people, so I can understand why people like it. Um, but for me, it just doesn't do much. It might be technically the most mid out of these all movies, but Cat Returns is just kind of feels very mid versus this, which has a little bit, a little bit of pizzazz, you know. Um, uh, I do like the scale of things, like things like the droplets being like, like when they pour their cups, it's like it's just one drop because like, yeah. that's how small it'd be like those those little attentions to details i really do appreciate um and um uh stop the dub at the very end because the song is terrible god the that's song sorry. made me laugh sorry bridget medler yeah. you've gone on wow. to do better things oh she sang she sang As the song she, yeah. she sang hurricane and ready or so, not. so so oh. what happens is there's a song Wait, at the end. they play hurricane ready or not there's a little bit of score Party. and then and then it stops and then it's her singing at the very end and it's yeah, really summertime, right? so funny what has she done after this i really can't think of anything 
She's kind of not. Lemonade Mouth was a year after because it was 2011. Oh, never mind. Uh, pretty yeah. sure she's pretty sure she was still doing Good Luck Charlie. And she was doing Good Luck Charlie yes. after. Yeah, I don't remember when Good Luck Charlie. I'm, I'm, like I'm good just luck trying to good think of after post Disney. I don't think she's done. Anything. Wait, Albert. So if you watch the UK dub, was there any like weird song at the end? I'm assuming not. It was just. I the don't remember. I don't remember. It was probably <laughs> just the Japanese song because the Japanese song in there is way better. Um, Maybe it's not I as think. poppy. Apparently, it is a poppy. Soundtrack. Um, the score was done by a French person, actually. I don't know their name. Uh, it was very much a different departure for the studio. It wasn't done by Joe Asashi. Um, so um, um, I'm not sure what her name was. I forgot. But um, but interesting the, the, uh, departure, I suppose. So, all right. Sorry. That's all I really have to add. Uh, I actually... Uh... Really, really like this one. I think the concept's cool. Um, I like the animation, and I, I don't know. I think I mostly liked it for the concept. To be honest, it's just fun, like little people like doing stuff, uh, using weird things for houses and whatnot. Um, yeah. Uh, I personally had this really high. I feel like after like. In retrospect, like after I saw it, I was like, "Man, that was so good!" Like I really liked it. And as time passes, it doesn't feel like it has that same like like Howl's sticks with me more. Like I want to rewatch that more. Arietti, I still think it's really good, but uh, I don't know. I feel like it's fading a bit. Like that feeling from after I watched it, but I don't know. I uh, don't think it's as bad as I think Cole seemed to think, but I'm not. A, like staunch like top well it's it's not as top as i i was originally thinking but i still think it's it's, it's a really really good movie um and at upper i'd say probably for me but not not top if that was a clear distinction This is one like that, uh, like I kind of agree. Like I, I really liked it when I first saw it. But, like the more I've sat on it, like it hasn't stayed with me like as much. But like I still, I really like like just the design. Like like I mean, like Cole, I think it was Cole that mentioned like the attention, the detail, like all that. Like I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, like my biggest issue is like uh, David Henry's character. Um, he was just kind of there for me. Like I really like Ariadne and like her family. That was where I really like was the most interested um yeah i think i want to watch the british stuff now because that cast that seems a lot more interesting than bridget bendler and david henry <laughs> but yeah like i i did i did like this one a decent amount though but yeah that that bridget bendler song in the credits oh, i i was just like i think i was just typing my review or something like on letterbox and it like started and i was like what the fuck is this it was just it it it, it threw me off. <laughs> I but watched this in theaters, and it was the Disney dub uh, that got released. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I remember liking it in theaters, and so I I did rewatch this for the show, and I I still like it. I think it's really creative. I think the world is really creative. Like seeing the movie from the point of view of these borrowers, and like seeing them interact with these everyday objects and put using them in their life like um watching them like go through the dollhouse and you know because it's like so much bigger 
than them. I think that's like just really cool to see. Uh, I, I think the weakest part of this movie is its story. I, I don't think there's like the narrative is just not very strong, but I really like the world that it built. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, and you mentioned the the seeing in theaters. Uh, this is technically the highest grossing Ghibli movie in the States uh, because oh. of that Disney campaign at the time. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting to see. I mean, sense. it is what it is. Yeah, it makes sense, I think. I mean, when you market it like a Disney movie, I mean, it's going to yeah. at least draw some people. Yeah. Out, so. Uh-huh. I think uh, I would put it in C tier. I would say like I don't know if I B, but I don't know. Because I think I have this above. Um, yeah, Bob, on, uh, top of D, top of D for me. I will put this on. I'll put it on a. I'll put it on B. B is in boy. Yeah. Oh. So would that be like high C if we average? Sarah, it? what did you say again? Did you I say think it? I have it on C. Yeah. So if we put it top of C, or yeah, I'm okay with I that. That's... That really hurts me, but yes. Yeah, Dang, it's like I would personally put it below Porco Rosso, but like I, I once think, again, I think, Porco Rosso is too low. I think both both of those movies are doing so much more than this, but that's what? that's okay. I don't know. I like this one a lot more than I feel like. Seems like you do. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. this one more than Pompoco, but I like Porco Rosso a lot. No, I just say y'all need to get behind these Tanuki wall sacks. That's all I'm saying. All right, <laughs> once, once you embrace them. Hey, I will this- say those. That was what grabbed my attention to get back into the movie <laughs> towards the end because I was just so like, "What the fuck is happening?" So that it was like it got my attention. I'm tempering my my list now because I I did have this one much higher than I think I feel about it now but it's still above nausicaa and only yesterday for me but anyway oh, wow. we'll leave it here oh, wow. okay. just for wretches back <laughs> and castles i think okay Let, let's thing. move on to the next movie then which it's is on letterbox um poppy hill so cole oh it's that? me okay hey back to goro again here hey goro how you doing hey so you made a good movie uh that's good right um, no, in all seriousness, um, yeah, this one is pretty good. Uh, we're talking about Ocean Waves here. Uh, this is the one that does the melodrama, I think, pretty good. Um, I think stylistically, too, it has at least a little bit going for it. And I really do like the camaraderie of this group of uh, school school kids kind of coming together to make the most of the space and kind of learning that lesson. And it's pretty pretty much that. Um, the The... Elf in the room obviously is the weird romance thing that happens because the jump the scare. Reveal, the, ju- the jump scare? Is that yeah. what you, wait, are you talking wait, or, hold on. You're not talking about the, the thing. Yeah. The oh, the, the incest. Is- incest. Incest. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's really out of nowhere. And it's really like ah uh, and it's like it's like, why would you do this? Like it, wait, isn't it isn't it like Cousins. They are not actual siblings. They're not actually they related. The the, they're not they're related. Re- they reveal at the end they're not, but they tease the whole time that right, they are. Is right, that the so, yeah. so that's the thing. Is that is, and then it's like, but I still love you, even though that she, obviously, at the time she knows that she doesn't know that that's the case. But but she, you know what I mean? Is that weird dynamic? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's funny because people talking about this movie beforehand made it seem like that was like the biggest like yikes about the movie. It's really mm-hmm. not that big. Of, 
part of the movie in general um, because there's there's so much more to go off of it. But it is much a melodrama in that way. And so for that reason, um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, Goro made a good movie here. And I, and I, it's a shame that he had to go off of 2D into 3D. We'll talk about that. Uh, that's necessarily his fault, I don't think. Um, and I, but, but I think we'll this get, proves we'll that like he could do something here. Mm-hmm. What? Matthew, I said we're gonna go into that when we get. There. I know, I know, I know. Um, um, but um, if you really like this movie, I I can kind of get that too. Uh, this is definitely one where it's like, I you could slot this a lot of spots, maybe never, not really the top for me, but um, but if you didn't like it at all, I can also see that. Um, for me, it's charming. It's 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 great. It's kind of it's it's pretty good slice of life too. I think. Um, and an interesting historical context as well. I think at post-war Japan is really interesting. I don't know if we'd seen that really um, in any of these movies. So um, cool, cool, good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I won't go too long because I honestly don't remember. I you know if I remember too much about it, but I, I do like the sort of school, um, like size of life. Uh, angle that it was. I remember that whole like clubhouse they had that being a major part of it. That was kind of interesting. A lot of the side characters too, like just like fellow classmates seem kind of interesting. Now that you guys mentioned it, that whole sort of weird teased aspect of their relationship was is a little weird in retrospect. I think that's I, I don't I don't really have this high on my ranking. I think it's solid but not that like memorable but it didn't stick with me in my opinion i would say it's bad of course i think koro i mean yeah it's made a solid i mean if it wasn't in a ghibli context it would be probably thought of as better than it is but by me at least but yeah for for ghibli i mean it's just i don't know sucks for Gore. <laughs> yeah yeah it's actually an interesting point i didn't think about that because if it was outside of ghibli i think it'd probably be a little bit more I don't know if it'd be on the, your name level or anything like that, but uh, I, I think it'd be a little bit more appreciated. Def, definitely not your name, but yeah, uh, poor yeah. Gora. Uh, anyway, poor Gora. Yeah, this is one that, uh, yeah, like it's. I don't necessarily think it's bad. It's just there's just so much more within Ghibli that's just better. I like. I think I also don't really remember a whole ton. Like I think the story itself was like an interesting perspective. Like I think it was cool to mention like the post-war perspective. Like I think that was interesting, but the story itself, it just didn't stick out to me a whole ton. I don't really know what else I can say just because I don't remember a whole ton of this, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's, uh, it's not bad, but not, not great. This movie uh, I found really charming. I think just the characters, they're, relationship is really sweet um i also really like the town of yokohama i just feel like it's really beautiful animated um and then i just i i really like when uh, the students just like come together to try to save this really old building and just like holding on to your past which like is a big yeah. theme on the movie i, I really I, I thought that was really special um, really yeah. made it easy to care about the, their situation does it remind you of the bathhouse cleaning in Spirited Away a little bit? Because I feel like it's a, it's trying to replicate that a little bit, but not necessarily quite hitting that level. I don't know. I could see that. I could, I could see why you... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did um, like I that like, scene. Sorry. I like, <laughs> I, like this, I like this film. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I was, never, okay. My bad. I like this film okay. I think the animation is kind of lacking. Um, I like the, the court, whatever they call the quarter in the part of the school. I like that part, the design of it. Um, but yeah, overall, the film the film is just pretty much okay. B tier for me. Okay. Yeah, B tier. Um, yeah, B tier, B tier. Probably bottom B based on this list. Like... I'd say bottom, yeah. Yeah, based on this list, I put a bottom, but... I'd personally have it below Pompoco, but if enough people yeah, say yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah, I can't even actually. Yeah. yeah, these later ones get harder to rank just because like once it starts to deviate from my own personal yeah. ranking, it's harder to exactly. Separate. It's filling yeah. up, so it gets wait, harder. Wait, hold on, let's yeah. let's take take it out for a second here. Did, does anyone really think it's above those three and C? Wait, no, no, because that's my thing. Is that like I don't. I would put it below, behind Pompoko at that point. Yeah, I would put I, it like. See that I I like it above Ponyo and Yamada, so that's why I'm putting it at B. I'm putting it above. Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> okay, in my list, yeah, it's below all three and C, but I think in. Yeah. Maybe we should I, just leave it where it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it makes it easier. I think let's just or we go to the next one. Okay. Uh, okay. All right, the wind rises. <laughs> so Sarah. Uh, I'm skipping yeah. Sean because we went to Sean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, no worries. Yeah. This one, I, I liked this one. It was, uh, I think it's uh, like part of the reason I liked it is once again, aerospace. I like planes. I thought like seeing like that kind of aspect of it was pretty cool. Um, I think it's, I don't want to say it's boring because I did still really like it, but like it just doesn't have as much to like, I think hold attention as well as some of like the other Ghibli movies do. Um, I say that, like, I actually do really enjoy this movie. I, I'm i starting to get tired. <laughs> but, uh, because, yeah, I don't, I don't I did I did really like this one, though. Like, I think it had a cool story, and it's just, like, the the flight. Like, I don't know. I just thought, I found it fairly fascinating. I'll leave it at that for time's sake. I'm just going to ramble if I don't stop myself. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so this is the last Ghibli movie that I watched to complete it, and I think it's a good movie, but I didn't really, I, I, I didn't love it. I think it's very clear how much Miyazaki puts into the movie, like he really pours a lot of himself into it, mm -hmm. just like showing what it's like to be this dreamer, and also just including some of his own personal stuff, and this, the animation is gorgeous, I, I also... Yeah. Love the Joe Hisaishi score, but I think just like the dream sequences are stunning. I really like the relationship between Hiro and uh, Nahoko. I think just like there's a really, it's really heartfelt, but I, I just didn't find enough of the story to be interesting. But I really like how much of Miyazaki is in it. Um. I echo Matthew on the part of how much Miyazaki is in it. I think that's what makes the film really strong. The animation is beautiful. The music is great, um, and I like I like the main characters. Um, I think it's I think it's a good story, and the passage, uh, the the telling of like the different um, time periods, I think really worked. Um, I really like this film. All right, we're going quick, and yeah, I get it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, I do. I really do have some interesting thoughts, but I understand where we are here, so. <laughs> I, I I'll, I'll piggyback a little bit on Matthew, um, but just to say that that um, 
it's interesting that this is this might be i mean obviously miyazaki is still working on a movie we'll see um mm. this might be his like last project and uh for that reason it's really interesting in that context to see how much labor of love he puts into it uh particularly kind of um as we come go back and forth in his filmography between environmentalism and flight um and i feel like this is kind of addressing it where there's some consequences to um his love for aviation here right and that like his his thing that he's building becomes one of the most um you know one of these instruments of war and that's not what jiro really wanted he just wanted to make planes and i think for that reason it's almost it's almost akin to Miyazaki, right um where you just have that dynamic um with him kind of wanting to make this thing but necessarily coming out to be exactly what you know into an industry that is like that uh same kind of trans Posing, I suppose. Um, uh, it's a little melodramatic, um, I think, especially with the relationship there. Um, so you really can't deny that. And so uh, for me, but for me, I think it's 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 really a good reflection, uh, and I think it's it's a very mature film. Um, not in the same way that like uh, Mononoke is mature because it's violent. It's mature because it's it's it, it's oriented with concerns of what is the meaning of life into adulthood and those kind of things and those dreams and sometimes what it means to give up dreams but also strive for them um um so yeah on a rainy day this could be my favorite depending on i just feel like this is one that's like really important um and i think it i think it will reflect that going forward um obviously it's not going to have all the fantastical stuff but uh it's a i think it's really well paced too which helps for sure uh yeah a lot of people already sort of mentioned what i'll say but yeah amazing animation um I, for sure mature story um and i think it makes sense near the end of his career he made something like this i remember i think i saw a documentary where it said he was like very much late on coming up with this one so that explains why his supposedly upcoming movies running like this well but um yeah, I think I can appreciate this one for its like artistic uh, value. Um, I think it did, I don't know, feel a little uh, long at times, like dragging on, I don't know, but a very beautiful story. I love the connection between the two leads. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say besides that one, because this was one I like, I think I just like realized it's a beautiful Ghibli film, but like it didn't connect as well as some of the others um i think but like that said for the ones that didn't connect with me this is still i one of the higher ones that didn't <laughs> yeah that's fair okay um i'll start because i'm the highest i'm guessing is i'm i'm, I'm the s here it's like number four for me so um i feel like i'm running out of steam to explain why but I, i'm just gonna <laughs> stick with my guns here so it's s for me it's probably gonna go down I put this in A. Okay. I have it at A. Okay. Sean probably top of B. Top of B, and I'm assuming Sean, you're at B somewhere. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with top of B. Uh, well, if it's well, either I'm saying S though, or, or A, either A, yeah. I what about bottom of A? Is, is that okay? Bottom of A have is okay. I actually have it above only yesterday and below castle. I have it above castle in the sky, but. Below only yesterday, so 
Uh, I'm compromising. Never mind. I'm yeah, the bottom thing. is fine. Yeah, I think just a piece of the piece. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't care if it goes higher or not. Like having an S here, I think that uh, does strike up a little bit. I don't want it. I would. Balance. I mean, listen, I'd put it like way above, but but maybe above Castle. I don't want it above Howells, at least. I don't know. I yeah, go it shouldn't far. be above Howells. That is, like, the one thing that's my hard lie. Um, well, uh, I, I could see it better than it only yesterday is. and Kessel. I like I how it's a stare is. right now. I think it know. is, personally. I think we wait for Albert to get back in here. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he I'll, I'll go ahead and... Albert, hurry up. What do we up. need to decide on? Uh, is it above Castle in the Sky? Good rises. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Then I um, will move on. And we'll talk about the tale of Princess Kaguya. Which, um, the animation is breathtaking. <laughs> and it's just like, it's amazing. Uh, the, the These are some, probably some just my favorite animation, like some of my favorite visuals I've ever seen in animation. Just uh how yeah it, how it captures japanese culture and just brings it to life uh, with these characters and uh I, I just really loved and the story is also really compelling i think it's just following the father's greed and just like how it affects the daughter's life and just these um her wanting to like go to the small town go back to the small town and you know reject the riches and like Going back to a simple life, I feel like that has a really touching sentiment to it. Like when Kaguya is running back to her hometown, it, it's just like some of the oh most striking imagery. It's it's beautiful. It may um, be one of the best Ghibli sequences, like yeah. in general, because yeah. it's just so striking, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a really great movie. Albert, you got time? Yeah. Um... I this is my second favorite of Takahara's. I really like this film. I think the animation's beautiful. I love the whole story of it. I think it's really sweet. It's bittersweet. Um, it's also tragic um, because of the ending. But yeah, I I just really I really adore this film. I haven't rewatched really it recently, so my memory of it is kind of fuzzy. But based on uh, my recollection, um, I do I do like it a lot, and it stacks up among the best ones for me. <laughs> Yeah, this is one I think that with um, the style here in particular, um, I think there's really no denying that it it's a, a candle above a lot of these movies uh, because it's it is the peak of what Takahata would do with um, with experimenting with uh, you know animation in general here, and I think uh, it's it's definitely the culmination of that. Uh, once again, we're going back to really Japanese stories, and I feel like there's no compromising here. With the, with the way it's told, and I don't think they ever want to. They'll do it in stories, they'll do it in flashbacks, they'll do whatever they want, and for that reason, I have to just appreciate that for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it really wasn't for the fact that Grave of the Fireflies just, like, hits me emotionally, um, this would probably be my favorite Takahata, because um, yeah, it's just, something about this one in particular is just, it's really guttural, too, like I said, we mentioned with him, her running away, but even just the beginning there with like the bamboo sprites and all that, and like it's just such a striking um, sequences of like just like this folklore of, of raising it from a seed and basically becoming it's just a goddess. I mean, it's it's what it is. She ascends to godhood, right? I mean, that's what the end of the movie is. Um, and in that way, it's bittersweet and, and it's quite 
fantastic. Um, probably not the one to watch with your little kids. Not that they wouldn't like. Not not as dark or anything, but I don't think they'd get it. I think it's a lot. It's just a more mature story. I think it is. I, I mean, but like the uh, the five suitors, like they're they're fun characters too. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. Yeah, but like I just think they wouldn't appreciate it. That's my thing. Yeah. 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 So. Um, hey, I'm sorry. I did want to mention this about Wind Rises. I completely forgot this. Um, I, I apologize. But uh, the guy that voices Jiro is Hideki Anno, who is very famous from uh, yeah. creating <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah, uh, uh, one, one of the best uh, voice castings in Ghibli, in my opinion. I think it's such a weird choice. Well, not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I watched it on HBO, <laughs> so it was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You love it. Okay. Well, he does a good job. Good. Yeah. That's at least in, I'm sorry in the Japanese dub I'm referring to here. So um, yeah, but um, sorry, I just want to mention that because otherwise I forget, and I really I, that's really funny to me, but also really smart. Uh, yeah, sorry. Okay, that's back cool. to, back to Kaguya. I apologize. Yeah, this one uh, I second everything everybody else said on a technical and artistic level. It's like probably a masterpiece. Um, I I don't know personally. I like on my personal ranking, I don't have this one as high as some other ones like i um just i don't know, personally like better but i i'm not denying the um like what taka has brought i'd say like the you know, the folkloric element the experimental animation like the way it's all realized is, is so like a wonderful like I'm, i've never seen anyone tell a story like that such a traditional feeling story and such a unique in a new way so um i'm glad i saw it it's like i feel like i don't know um it, it i don't know i felt like at the time it felt like it ran a bit long but i don't know i i think i just uh i could see that honestly yeah because yeah. it, it does feel a little bit but i feel like you have to succumb yourself a little bit right yeah you know? so it feels like one like i appreciate more than i in and realistically like i don't know um enjoyed as much as some of the others but uh that said it's still an amazing film so um yeah um i'm sorry i personally really love this one um strictly just talking in terms of like the actual animation this might be my favorite like with how it's just I was in awe just like how beautiful it was the whole time like the sequence of her running away might be my favorite in terms of animation in all of Ghibli like it's it was absolutely beautiful and like I just I really really loved uh Kugu's character it just it felt like I like sometimes like my heart would hurt for her because she's being forced into like this role that she doesn't really want and then like I like it also made me laugh like how she handled the stuff with the suitors she's like she gives them all these impossible tasks because she's like she doesn't want to marry them but she has to do something to try and appease her father <laughs> and it's just yeah it's just i this one i at the time when i read it i think i gave it like four and a half out of five just because at the time like there were parts that felt like they dragged on but like as i'm like sitting here i can't remember what parts actually felt like they dragged on for me but like this one i think agreeing i think with what Cole said, like, this would be my favorite Takahata if Grave of the Fireflies just wasn't so goddamn emotional. And, like, <laughs> but this one, I absolutely love this one. I, I can't say enough good things about it. I, 
I would love to revisit it soon, but I also just watched it like a month ago, not even so. <laughs> mm-hmm. It won't be my first to rewatch. Has anyone seen the dub on this one? I haven't I watched the dub. I uh, any Clay any good Calvary. or is it I know it's Chloe yeah. Grace Moritz, um, right? I, I think Chloe Grace Moritz is Good job. Oh yeah, I think I did see a dub. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Yeah, the dub didn't bother me at all. But like, it didn't bother me. Yeah. yeah this is also, the the, the people who voice the suitors are like James. Is it like Marsden? I think James Marsden. Yeah, oh. I think he was. Cockman did, did he did he win? Did he win or did he lose? <laughs> I think did he got who, like... he got cocked again. Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be. Um. Anyways, for Concho. me. It's... Voices one of the characters. Oh, okay. Oh, Daniel wow. Kim. It's a yeah. It's a pretty wild. Um, oh, great! Did we mention great score on this one too? Um, yeah, really, really the, traditional, the, but um, quite, yeah. quite fantastic. Yeah, um, the traditional score is really great. Um, I'm trying to... um, uh, yeah, about is, the dubs, though, I think a lot of Ghibli dubs are better than yeah. overall. James Conn was dubs. in the dub yeah. this. James oh, Conn's interesting. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I give some of the dubs some credits, but um, for for the ones that are really Japanese, I try to just watch them stuff. Yeah, I feel like I think there's some cultural stuff in this. Um, On HBO Max, uh, the only option is the dub. Yeah, do they hard. not off- no, they have? They don't offer. Have- I, I, th- I thought they have. I thought they. Offer- you absolutely can change you it. You have to switch it. You have you, uh, you have to choose if you want it. The, yeah. the uh, it didn't show up as another option when I went. I'll walk you through. When did you watch? Because I know because I know Kiki definitely has. I'm not sure if it did for me. Like I, I I've had it since day one. You just have to switch it. That's the thing. So. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, it, it was a, there for, as an option for me. Anyways, um, it's like S for me, but I think I have S tier. But it's awkward. Everything else is shifted this. So like, but I'm still. I'd be fine with top of A if we could agree on that. Can we put it. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say behind. You don't Hall, want to. But Hall, it doesn't matter. Way. I'd be okay with it behind Hal, honestly. Yeah, I, I know I would personally put this S tier, but I don't want to put anything else ahead of Howls if we can avoid it. I yeah. just can't. I, in my heart, I don't know if I can put anything above Whisper at this point. Yeah, uh-huh. so that's true. Thing. So um, Okay, well, I don't think... Uh, well, let's move on to when Marnie was there and Outbert. Uh, we can start with you. I love how balanced this looks right Okay, uh, no. I, I like when Marnie was there. I think I like it more on the rewatch and the first time around because I kind of forgot what the whole um, what the whole thing was. I know it's like there is a time, not time travel, but sort of like, I don't even know how you describe it. It's a time, like time supernatural kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I can. I cannot think of a comparison on top of my head. But yeah, there, you, you guys, you guys all know it. Um, but yeah, that that whole thing. And then on on rewatch, I think that the chemistry between the two characters works better. Um, the music is great. Um, what did I write my review? Let's see. Um, the animation's beautiful. The music's good. Uh, and yeah, oh yeah, the the whole plot. It's like it's a it's a really good like emotional roller coaster because of the payoff at the very end, and she finds out and everything, and then the moment with her. Is it her friend at the end that they reveal that like she knows? I I'm blanking, but there's something to do with like her grandma's friend or something. Like oh okay yeah you're I know your grandma something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a really it's a really good uh, payoff. Um, I've watched it in both versions. Um, I don't know which I like better in terms of the dub or sub. Oh. I'll say I'll say this. I think Haley Steinfeld is very okay in this dub version. 
this is her first um, voice acting work. After since then, she's been great. She's awesome in <laughs> Arcane, and she's yeah. also awesome as Spider Gwen. It's a much better improvement than what she did here. So, yeah, uh, I think that also comes down to matching matching lip movements and things like that. That's still yeah. an issue with everybody who's doing an English dub. It's a little tough. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll keep going on from that. Which is that? Uh, yeah, I like this one. I like this one. Um, I think. Yonabayashi kind of improves his style here. Um, and I think ultimately uh, this is one that's really worked in with the story, uh, which helps if you can get behind it. I understand if you can't, because some people, something, something I, at least from what I found is some people just don't necessarily get with it. And I, for me, um, I think the reveal sort of the end uh, hit me emotionally really hard. Um, and that's something that, uh, I don't think if it's not hitting you, like you're not probably gonna. It's probably gonna be a little bit of a slog because the style is there, and it's definitely the. It might be effectively like in terms of like if you want to think about like modern like prettiness, it's definitely like because it's the newest one. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about your work. Uh, your work doesn't count. <laughs> um, the one that's like the newest, it has the most like polish um, to the whole to the whole Ghibli house style, and it might be. Might be the last time we see that kind of polish. Um, unless you go over to Studio Ponic, I guess, want to watch Mary and the Witch's Flower. But um, it's good. It's good. That's all. Um, it's not, though. But, anyways, <laughs> hey, um, uh... this is the better Yonabayashi movie. I'll just say that. Well, yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, but, um, but yeah, uh, I dub is good. I actually like the dub. I, I kind of, I actually will disagree a little bit with Albert here. I think Taylor Sanford does a pretty good job. I think Kieran and Chip okay. does a pretty good job here, too. Uh, Rainy Rodriguez, not so much. Um, so that's another Ghibli or Disney tie-in thing there. I'm not sure what was going on. Uh, Rainy Rodriguez from the hit show Austin. And I think Allie. John C. Riley is in this one, right? John C. Riley is also. I, I like I like him in this one. There's actually there's actually a pretty good lineup uh, of people in there. Uh, I should look at the full list. Uh, that's a really fun behind the scenes one because Rainy Rodriguez doesn't know. It's a really awkward interview. I'll, I'll link the clip. Uh, it's very funny. Um, anyways, um, but... Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. One last context is that apparently at the time of the trailer, people thought it was like... Um, they, it was queer baiting, which I think is interesting mm -hmm. once you understand the context of this, their relationship uh, and understanding that they're familial. Um, uh, really awkward in so hindsight, funny. but... Uh, this is the real Ghibli movie with an incest scare. I, yeah. I suppose, I suppose, if you want to look at but I never saw them as romantically like that. I feel like they're just really good friends. Uh, now, Taku and Ocean Waves and his buddy, well, that's another story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think they really got Okay, but that was there. an incest. That boardwalk thing, I'm just saying. It's not incest. I get it. I'm just saying. It's, if we're talking queer subtext, uh, I surprisingly <laughs> all agree with Ocean Waves better. Uh, that's the one time. <laughs> the one time. Anyways, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that because we're running long and it's good. People should watch it. Give it a shot. Uh, if you don't like it, I get it, but give it a shot. I think. Yeah, uh, I I like this one. Um, not as much as some other ones, but still. I mean, the sheen shininess. I like. It's beautiful. Uh, I'm a big fan of Yonabayashi. I think, in general, um, like I think actually not to get off on her trail, but Mary and the Witch's Fire I had fun with. Um, I probably, probably yeah, yeah I, I think I rated it higher, but I, I would need to rewatch Marnie. I feel like in retrospect, I like this one more than I think it did. But 
that said, I, I what you mentioned, Cole, about you know if you aren't totally behind it, like the plot and whatnot, like I wouldn't say it wasn't, but I don't know, it was a little weird at times. Like I was like, where's this going a bit? But I thought it did did well with like the whole memories and the um, grandmother and whatnot. Um, not that I remember like a ton of it, so I kind of want to revisit it. But you know, it's uh, it's good. Uh, not like my favorite or even I think the best Ghibli, but um, that said, I still think it's for what it's worth. Like it's a really beautiful, like looking film and the, 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 the plot I think is, is something that I just might need to, yeah, like take a bit to like settle in. Like if you're not, yeah, totally on board at first. Yeah, this I'm I'm in the camp of somebody who the story just didn't really land with, so like I didn't really, it didn't I didn't really connect to it at all. Like it is still a very visually like I like the visuals, like it is a good looking movie, but the plot just did not land for me. So like I just by the end of it, I was just I was kind of happy it was over. I think I think I might benefit from a rewatch because like after like kind of like reading a lot of like reviews on Letterbox and like hearing like some comments here like I feel like just looking at it with like through a different lens might help me like at least understand it more but like I don't know it just it just didn't really land for me uh, this I really like this one I think it's a really sweet coming of age movie with uh, mystery to keep you engaged but uh, then also just because I, re I really like Anna Marnie's relationship and but then the you know, reveal happens. I'm like, oh man, all right. Well, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think See, it's I never, still like a, I, a, I really never saw it like that far. Like, I really did think uh, it was your uh, friendship. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I guess the queer bidding thing is more more reality than I think. I suppose. Maybe, I but no, I I still think it's like a really sweet relationship, and like, you know, because she's in a new place, and like that loneliness, like seeing. Uh, show up is like it's really interesting i i think uh it works really well plus animation is beautiful like for ghibli's i don't know if it's their final 2d animated movie but uh, yeah <laughs> it, it's gorgeous i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll have to wait and see mm -hmm. um yeah um are we ranking now i put this in b tier um I yeah, I put a B above Poppy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe even Ponyo. above Yamada's. Honestly. I have it above Yamada's. Not higher than Ponyo. All right, well, we're we're making stop caps here. This is the problem. Once we have our favorites and they're locked in, then nothing goes yeah. above them. So yeah, I don't think it should. Well, I don't even think it's. Actually... I don't think Nastika is doing a lot that's more interesting. I think. I think it should be above the Amadas, at least. I don't know. Uh, I'd be okay with it. Sarah, yeah, how do you feel? I have it in D tier. So, like, yeah. I. Oh, D. Oh, okay. Yeah. So D. Maybe we keep it bottom of B then. Wait, uh, Matthew, where were you at on this one? Oh, I, I have it above Yamadas. Well, I, I have it above Ponyo, but I'm I'm not going to go above Yeah. Ponyo. I like it where it is right now, I think. Yeah. Um... If Sarah wants us to move it down, I'm okay with yeah. that. I'd personally so. switch with you know, Yamada's. I don't want it to like drag it down at, that much, but like I 
do really want new mod is probably over. Okay. That's, that's right. fair. I think that's totally okay. Um, uh, right. And we'll so embarrassed on. by this last one, he has to leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll move on to Yearwig and the Witch. If Yearwig and the Witch I'll... shit on complete film after. <laughs> All right. Okay, great. That was... <laughs> that's basically what I did for Cars well, 2. We'll start with Albert first because, like, you know, because all right, so yeah, that's, that's fine. Cool. That's fine. <laughs> he just went. Yeah. I mean, that that's that's pretty much my whole plot. Yeah, I think I figured the animation it, right? doesn't doesn't work. Oh, exactly. I think the yeah. film is unfinished. Um, <laughs> none of the characters are interesting. I thought the adopter adopted mother is very annoying. I think she is very annoying. Um, I don't even like the cat in this one. <laughs> Mandrake is very eh. like literally nothing works in here. And character design is very like bland because you can barely move the face you look like a porcelain doll yeah mm -hmm. okay all right we have to try to defend this movie just a tad bit here no um, man don't do it uh actually no do it so we get it to four hours i want to break that milestone <laughs> <laughs> um i think i think that um once again we're back to this problem of like resources in goro being stuck in a shitty position but that being said um i think it comes down a lot to lighting and a lot to texturing i think the model work is no different than what um what ghibli would do if they were to foray into 3d um it does look a little dragon questy if that makes sense um which is a little bit of a insult but also um i think that the music is good. It's really good in this. I think if you take that aside from it, um, I think it's a really interesting inspiration to take that into a Ghibli movie with the kind of rock inspiration there. Um, and for that reason, like, I think there's something to like here. Um, yes, yes, she's a very annoying character. Uh, it's also different. So I feel like there's something to be said about that. Uh, it doesn't always work, but uh, I think the end not being as finished as it was definitely really hurts this one. Um, and in particular, I like the Mandrake character design, but ultimately um, the, the other, the, the stepmother, I don't know what you call her, um, the drummer or whatever. She, she's just really, really hard to deal with. Bella Yaga, um, I think is her character. Okay, sure. Let's go with that. Um, but what else can I really add? I I think I think the fish and chips look beautiful, and I'm, that's I think we're gonna if we're gonna know one great thing looking in this movie. I think those fish and chips look fucking delicious. I don't even remember what they look like. I'm going well, to picture right now. Should, okay. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. It's definitely. It's also an Ursula Gwyneth adaptation. I think. Uh. It just. It feels incomplete. It feels like. We were trying for something that wasn't, uh, and but like Goro has done 3D before this, so like it isn't necessarily completely like new ground for him. Uh, he did a TV show. It doesn't look great either, but it's meant for a younger audience, so there's a little bit of that to it, I think. Um, I don't know how much more I can defend this. I feel like people are just gonna roast it live anyways, but I've said my piece. <laughs> um, it's it. Um, I'm just I'll just put it out there. It's gonna hurt. People, I'm gonna lose anyways. Um, it would be above ocean waves for me. I I don't know why you're trying to defend it though. I mean, like, I I guess if you really like, I don't know. I just didn't think there was 
that much redeemable to defend it. I mean, I'm su- yeah, I'm surprised you found that much. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> the animation looked like, I don't know, like an early 2000s video game. Yeah, um, it didn't look any better than like Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, like the story, I think, is what bugged me the most because it felt like half a movie which is the most mm-hmm. unsatisfying feeling ever that like they open the door and whatever the heck happened at the end, they're like, Oh, this now. And then you're like, well, what happens afterwards? Like that was the most unsatisfying ending to a movie. And you've been talking about the, the bad endings, which I honestly haven't felt for anything besides this. Um, it just sucks. I don't know. Uh, but I like, I genuinely think ocean waves, I, appreciate much more um so i'm just surprised to hear you defend your wake as much as you did i just uh, it's not it's not really a defense it's more it's it's more like i i feel like i'm being i try to be as honest as i am with myself because i feel like i don't want to i don't want to mob on it because i feel like there is some things to there are some things to appreciate um it, you could do the same thing with ocean waves i suppose but um uh, both both of the they both have a lot of parallels i just no. you i think your point about it being incomplete is really much the problem that comes with earwig ocean waves has just as annoying characters to me they're just a different context I, i'm sure there are things to ocean waves out. has a complete story <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure there are things to appreciate does it though does it really guys? more than earwig <laughs> well, hold on i'm sure there are things to appreciate but i just didn't find them cuz everything else was swamped by like yeah just sucky stuff so um i wasn't really looking to be honest i guess that hard but uh yeah it's just i didn't think it was good and um i yeah that's it yeah uh this movie bad very bad i personally found zero redeeming qualities i i personally found the music just to be very very irritating i i don't know i just the characters were irritating it just the animation i did not enjoy it's just i had a very hard time getting through this i uh i very i very specifically remember i had like four uh ghibli movies left and this was one of them. I was like, I'm purposely saving the good ones for last. Like, because I re- I was initially going to save this one for last because I didn't want to watch it. But I ended up uh, putting this one before, like, Kikia and, like, Nausicaa. So that way I could end on, like, a better note. But, uh, oh, I will say the one redeeming quality is I watched it for trivia and it helped me win a match. So, like, I will, I'll take that. <laughs> but the movie itself was... I've only given, I think, four movies on Letterboxd a half-star rating. One of them is for the meme, for me being petty from the DCOM exhibition match which, <laughs> with uh, Pixel Perfect. But, you haven't even like, seen it. <laughs> no, I have seen it. I just don't know I'll what I would it. actually rate it because I haven't seen it since I was a little kid. But, uh, yeah, this, I just, it, it made me angry. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. I will say both Albert and Sean did give it two stars. I, I the same don't day. remember why, but I, well, that's my no. point. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I feel like I was. I wrote down. No, my I'm curious. At the time and I really got them on the board because that was my. 
Oh, Albert backed it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious why Albert has it at two stars and not lower because. Uh, I can, can take it right now. No, I, <laughs> you yeah. can do it. I'm, I'm with Albert on that. I was like, anyways, really whatever. Guys, you know where it's so, going. Just put um, it in there. That's for my thing. Me and Albert bump up. Oops, uh, it's not two stars anymore. Oh no. <laughs> You're lying to yourself. <laughs> Just tell you what you well, thought of the time, and that's fine. Sorry, Matthew. Um, anyways, of, uh, so put it at the bottom. Of, we're done, right? Part of me agrees with Cole. With I think the music is solid. I don't. I don't think that's like the one redeeming factor for me. Where it's like, I I don't think it's as it's it's bad. Okay, but I I think the music is maybe the only thing I could say is the best thing about it. Um, I, I we you know we were gonna talk about the animation. I just feel like. Nothing happens in the movie, and then the end uh, happens, and you know, still uh, there's nothing happening because like it just doesn't continue. So yeah, yeah uh, Yearwig is not a compelling character to lead this movie because there's like no plot, and then uh, just nothing really happens. But she's got to clean the room. Yeah. <laughs> And something happens or... in the garden. <laughs> Mandrake is cool. Mandrake is cool. I think Mandrake like... is cool. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna not gonna lie about that one for sure. Like there's like a cool mystery with like who the Mandrake is, but then like yeah. It's a good half a movie, I guess. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. But do you really that's, want that's this movie to point. be like two that's... like almost three hours long? <laughs> if no, this is only half I, a movie, I we get wish, another eighty minutes. I, if anything in that movie was going somewhere, it could have been good, I guess. Yeah. I have something to say. This is now the longest real ranked episode. Let's go. No! I was gonna say, you got, maybe we shouldn't pick a category this good to rank again. <laughs> or at least I think in the future for categories with like more than we went 20... long. You guys went longer on the Disney stuff, really? All of Disney, Disney has two people. Only or three people. people. Oh, okay, that checks out. Okay. And a lot I of think... the early stuff we just like very quickly ran through. Music melody. Like <laughs> 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 so we have so many so many of these. All right. There's so much to well, catch about. Uh, that's it. I think that's it. It looks pretty geometric yeah. to me. It looks nice. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. awesome. I like it how it looks. Yeah. Um. I. I. Uh, we. Uh. Side note. I did. We did mention Mary and the Witch's Flower. If you liked. If you liked the Unabayashi stuff, you should check that out. Um. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Studio Panic is the the spinoff from a bunch of people that went from Ghibli. So I think they're good. And Modest Heroes as well. Modest Heroes is great as well. Yeah. Mary and the Witch's Flower is like Harry Potter, Kiki's Delivery Service. But 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 the story was before Harry Potter. So. Oh. Oh. Okay. The earliest the book was so. Suck on that. It's not <laughs> the best, but I think it's fine. Like, anyway, it gets too much crap. <laughs> um, okay. Well, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so this is our complete collaborative list um, for... Mm-hmm. I'm just going to recap it for the audio listeners. In F tier, we got Yearwig at the bottom. Let's go! At the bottom of D is Tales from Earthsea. And then the cat returns. At the bottom of C is Pompoco. Then Porco Rosso, and top is the secret world of Arietti. At the bottom of B is from up on Poppy Hill. When Marnie was there, my neighbors, the Yamadas, Ponyo, and at the top is Nausicaa. Bottom of A is only yesterday, then Castle in the Sky, then the Wind Rises, then the Tale of Princess Kaguya, and then Howl's Moving Castle at the top. And at the bottom of S, we have Whisper of the Heart, Princess Mononoke, My Neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Spirit Away, and top of S tier, we have Grave of the Fireflies. So, 
um yeah thank you guys for being here and hopefully you guys are you know fine with it being four hours long um thank you to some of you uh, who had listened to and commented yeah. and all of that um and anyone who's listening to this later on uh, i guess that's it for me you guys have anything uh, any final thoughts before i end the show um justice for porco rosso justice for porco rosso your wig is probably where it belongs. Sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> I can't believe this was. Four if hours. I was putting, I I would put Little Norse Prince at like C. If we were counting it, Turtle at bottom of A, and like Cagliostro uh, at top of B. I'll just say that if anybody cares. So I'll add that. Uh, but those aren't technically Ghibli, so yes. All right. <laughs> Red Turtle right. is, but whatever. All right. Well, thank you guys, and we will see yeah. you. I'll make announcements for future real ranks. I don't know what's happening now. So uh, at the moment, we have nothing, but <laughs> I will figure those out. So thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye.